Yeah, it's just crazy that your food didn't show up. Fucking ever. It's like, yo, I ordered some pizza and it didn't happen that way. There you go. Welcome to AOA Gaming Episode 60. I'm your podcast MC Perry, and today I just have Jason because everyone else decided to leave us. Yep. We are by ourselves. Yeah. Again, we apologize for not having the podcast episode up last week. Just data issues that happens every so often, but we've kind of gotten that taken care of, so let's make sure that doesn't happen again on my account or anybody's. Sounds good. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, if you're not familiar with the way we do things here at Able Gaming, we look at games in a way they might be influential to the game community and also just games in general, so let's just have fun with this like normal. Yeah. <laughs> and shout out to everyone that's still listening and I like to say this at the beginning, so at the end, like, if you've been listening, could you please leave a review? Because it really gets everyone to see what's going on. It just keeps going. Like, that's the best way you can help out. Thanks for reaching out if you're following and say, like, the podcast is good, but, like, the reviews work actually matters. And with that being said, let's dive into it. So, how have you been this week, Jason? Good. <laughs> good. Been uh, streaming all week and... Working, so that takes pretty much up all my time. <laughs> so you said I was actually here on Monday. You were streaming Final Fantasy, right? Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy ten. I streamed Monday and Wednesday, and then I streamed seven days on seven, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, it's ready, set, QQ. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, you're, I was like, huh? Let's see what Jason's doing. I was like, I saw where you're at. I'm like, I think that's Bahamut. Yeah, <laughs> going for Bahamut. I was like, I might be wrong. It no, might you're be right. You call it. I was like, is this Shiva? It could be. It could have been because it's kind of close. It's close. It's close in the story, like couple, couple hours difference. <laughs> but yeah, Bahamas the last one you really need to get. The other ones are entirely optional. Is it really? Unless you're me, and then they're not optional at all because they're almost required. Well, I thought the Magnus sisters weren't optional. Nope, they are completely optional. The most Yojimbo, Anima, and the Magnus sisters are all optional. Oh. You, don't, you don't have to get any of them to beat the, to beat the game. But oh, well, I do, otherwise I don't feel like I did, I don't feel like I've done everything. Well, once I got the Magnus Sisters, I was like, this is overpowered. <laughs> yeah, they're so good though. <laughs> Anima is probably 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 my favorite one. He's, really? Yeah, he's just powerful. Yeah. I just like the bumblebees. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, That's what? <laughs> so uh I've been playing Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> Honk. I I just like just had to budge, just like screw it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. It's a cult classic. You gotta, you gotta love it. Yeah. It's but here's like, a big question: Did you put the rake in the lake? Yes, I did. There you go. You have to. I think yeah, it's yeah. It's a to do list or something. Yeah, part of, it's part of the to do list. Yeah, I was so like, good. I was like, why are people liking this? And shout out to the speedrunners that can like beat that game in 15 minutes. Like, I tried to do it, but I beat it like in an hour and a half, maybe. I love watching speedrunners do stuff. Some of the some of the stuff that they can exploit is insane. Yeah, and like I ch- kind of got close, but I just like okay. But if you're playing on Switch, there's a difference between playing handheld mode and docked for that particular game. I didn't actually didn't even know it was on Switch. It started off on Switch. Oh, I've yeah. only played on PC. Yeah, so like it's only like it came to Switch first, and then it branched out to everywhere else. Cool. I, actually, I, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, but it's just funny just seeing a goose just terrorize everyone. I'm like, okay. The goose is, the goose is an asshole. 
yeah, I'm gonna like so review in progress for that. I got some good friends that are goose lovers, so it's like, ugh. <laughs> okay. And uh, actually, my ex girlfriend was like really tried not to she's like this game just doesn't make sense whatsoever it's it's just it's like it's silly i'm like look if you played it you know you'll love it she's like i know that's the problem yeah it's no point of the game it has no no plot no nothing it's just it's just take this goose go be an asshole (laughs) no the actual plot is to steal a bell oh yeah it's like what but what i'm saying is like there's no like over theme yeah just, here's your to-do list. Go screw with people. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Let's do that. So, Jen is in Chicago right now for her AEW wrestling, and she just texted that she made it to Chicago. Nice. So, surely we're going to get that updated like throughout the day yeah, as she enjoys. Every 15, 20 minutes. Every 15, 20 minutes. Like, I saw this person. <laughs> So every, every, everything here, of a phone going off. Oh, yeah. So, where would you like to start, sir? Well, let's no. Where where, where we feel like you want to start? Okay. I guess we can start talking about the uh, the cool stuff that went down with Baldur's Gate. Yes, Baldur's Gate. All the cool nuances behind that. Baldur's Gate Three is supposed to be coming out later this year. Yeah, that's, that's what I saw. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if I saw like a hard, like a hardline release date. Yet, yeah, but what was crony like last week when we were recording? They also said something about early access too, so I'm pretty sure Stone's going to enjoy that a uh, lot. Yeah, <laughs> well, I won't hear the end of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played any of the Boulder's Gates? Or like he has forced me to play a couple of them. Yeah, do you like them? They're not bad. <laughs> okay, they're, they're fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's 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 got a real divinity. Th- uh, feel to it, mm-hmm. just that, just the way that the camera sits and all the different RPG elements. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not that it's, it's not that it's, a, that it's a bad game. It's actually very fun. Yeah, and this one, like I said, like I've not actually played the other ones, but like seeing this is like I'm in. It just looks gorgeous. Like yeah. it looks beautiful to like watch and just go like, okay, it has that feel to it. And like you said, there was bugs in the game, right? Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. When they did the gameplay trailer. It, there's a, a there was a couple bugs in the combat, and then it also hit a point where it repeated the cutscene, the the opening cutscene twice. <laughs> so there was a few technical issues, but the game looked great. Yeah, you know, it kind of reminds me of uh, my favorite example, and, and I kind of hope that Baldur's that Baldur's Gate three does it too. Is uh, do you remember when, when they did, when they debuted uh, the what's the uh, Uncharted four? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that that debut for that game? Yeah, like where, where they couldn't get it to work and Nathan was just stuck. Yeah, for like so, forty seconds. So they just like put the controller down and like it went by itself. Well, no, <laughs> they, they had to, they had, they ended up having to restart the console and then like rerun the game. Yeah, but it's funny because they actually did it and it became such a meme that they took that thing and made it an achievement. So whenever you start that mission, if you don't move for a minute, you get an achievement. Oh wow! Called, uh, stage fright, I think, is the name of the achievement. Oh wow! <laughs> so it's funny. Just I, I hope that they do some some goofy thing with Baldur's Gate. <laughs> it might as well. Like, so do you think that game is more for PC or is it more console? Uh because we were watching Sin Divinity too. It just oh, and like earlier before we started recording, like it just looks different, like on a console compared to PC. Yeah, I mean, you can make a game play on PC the same. There's console and PC roughly the same. Like, um, I guess the biggest ones like Diablo. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can you can port those to basically anything just because of the style and the way that they play. Mm-hmm. So I feel like 
don't know, I feel like, like like I feel about most games, it'll be better on PC. But I don't see really having an issue with console. Yeah. But it's just it takes a lot for me to step from P, from PC gaming to a console. Yeah, <laughs> something like if it's like, is it because that ecosystem's already there and it's like ah, it's, it's probably gonna run better. That's it. It's because it's gonna run better because consoles are hard lined to whatever hardware you get when you buy the console. Yeah. But a PC, you can constantly upgrade. Yeah. So there's just there's like there's no limitations as far as graphical quality is concerned. So like if a game is set, they they have a, a capped frame rate and a capped graphic setting on a console, so the console can actually run it not get overloaded. But they remove all that crap whenever it goes to a PC game. Mm-hmm. So then you can upscale it as far as, far as you want, graphics-wise, and just make it look so much better. Yeah. That, you know, like, uh, I guess the biggest one that I, the biggest one that I noticed here recently was I was playing a Breakpoint. And uh, on the console, it just looks terrible compared to the PC. Because they, they, you lose so much scale, so much, uh, like, graphic quality in, uh, on the trees, like, cell sh- or like shading through... Uh, Shadows is different from, like, tree lines and stuff. It's just, it looks bad on console, but it looks good on PC. Yeah, so, like, I think the first time, like, people, like, my best friend was like, this is graphics, this, and graphics, that. I'm like, I said, I don't really pay attention to that type of stuff. But the first time I could tell the difference in something was Assassin's Creed Unity. Mm-hmm. Like, and seeing that, and, like, when it was released on PS4, I was just like, this looks awful Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i don't ever look for stuff like that but i can see it like if i can visually see it i'm like oh my gosh what's going on like i don't know what made what made my eyes trigger that but it was like okay yeah i i can't play this game (laughs) that's that's one of those things where like you don't think it's a big deal until you notice it now like if i play if i play a game that i have on pc and i go back to do like the console i can tell the difference almost immediately yeah it's just you you can just you can just tell okay so what do you feel uh, about um xbox one x release it's all its new features what do you think about this whole teraflops that there's 12 teraflops in the wheat or white bread bread version yeah loaf I'm alright with it, but you know, I just—it's—it's it's still Xbox. Yeah. So I mean, I, I honestly think, regardless of, of what Xbox does, it's gonna sell. Yeah. It's so, like, uh, what do you think about it? I think it. I don't know. Like when you said teraflops, what is that necessarily? Because I'm not geeky and nerdy in that way. I'm kind of the same way you are. I was, I was kind of hoping you could. Yeah, <laughs> like teraflops. Yeah, we need stone here. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we can look up what a teraflop is, but I do think that it's cool that all the cool features that, like, even after a system reset, it can quick resume the Xbox One X series. Yeah, I did see that. That was... I was like, okay. <laughs> Looking up what a teraflop is, guys, because we're not that friendly with it. <sighs> a unit of computing speed equal to one million million... Floating point operation per second. So there's 12 of those in the Xbox One X series. Hmm. Hmm. I guess that means it's just going to run super fast. Yeah, that's kind (laughs) of what I'm getting here. Okay. That's... It's it's just the the speed that it's going to run. That's actually pretty cool. But it's like, do you really need that speed? Or... Is it more of a, like, you want to, like, get into it as super fast? I mean, anything, anything to, to drop loading time on console. Yeah. Because that's 
That's another big one where you'll notice a difference with, like we were talking about earlier between PC and console is loading times. Because they're almost non-existent on PC. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like, depending on like, if you have like a solid state hard drive yeah. or whatever. I think the, I think I get what you're saying because like, anything to cut down, like it'll be interesting to see a game like Dragon Ball Kakarot on there because like the loading times and that can like, take forever. I guess because there's so many loading screens. Yeah. And if we can cut down on that, if we have that pleasure of playing, it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, loading screens are just terrible. <laughs> just like, ugh. <laughs> or like, like, we, like we're not going to mention it after this because we just got to wait to see what more knowledge comes out. But like, Anthem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the fact that there was a lot of those are like, not a lot of catching up. So. Yeah. I, play, I played Anthem during the, uh, the beta. Yeah. And there was actually, during the beta was the loading screen glitch, where it would, because you're on a loading screen for like five minutes waiting for the waiting for the, the open area to load. Yeah. But it would sit there, and if you would get to like 90, 95%, it would just stop. <laughs> and you'd have to like close and restart the whole, restart the whole game. <laughs> it's just like, ugh. <laughs> Too many. Yeah. So, smart delivery. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Which, uh, for you listeners, uh, Xbox is coming out with a thing where... They like any game coming out can receive the Xbox One X upgrade for free, so it ma- matches what it should play from the series. Mm-hmm. So, on top of that news, at the same time, CD Projekt Red came out and said that for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven later on this year, that Xbox will get the free upgrade for uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. How do you feel about that? That just like I mean, I think it's I think it's nice because of it's it's kind of like like we talked about earlier or last you know last week or the week before camera yeah. about how you know we're probably not going to buy anything that's coming out in the fall because we're just waiting for the new consoles and then get the, then get it for that yeah or you know PC masters yeah or just you know but it's going to drop off but I like the idea of them saying hey. If you buy it on the you know on the on the on the Xbox or the PS4 or whatever or whatever, you can play it now and then you can also get an upgraded version if you buy the new console. Yeah. So that is something that I actually do think is a great marketing technique. Yeah. That way you get you can keep your sales that you would get on the old console and then also have a presence and then on a new one. Mm-hmm. Not really lose out lose out on a whole lot. Yeah. So how do you feel about some people like I've seen it a lot during like the industry based. It's like, how do you feel about them? double dipping do you like that idea or no i don't really think it's that big of a problem because like like i was saying you'll have people that will play it on both you know like the ps4 and the ps5 mm-hmm. you know you'll have people that'll do that and they'll have to buy two copies of the game but oh like i was saying like a couple minutes ago i'm not gonna play anything <laughs> until i get a ps5 yeah so i mean i don't mind waiting you know a month to do that but if you know i can see people that want to be like hey i want it now and then I'm now I'm going to buy it for the PS5 whenever that comes out. Yeah, so but... I could see that. Yeah, but it's like, if Xbox has this, like, free upgrade, it's like, well, I can buy this version right now and get that max upgrade already. So it's like... Yeah. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword, I guess, yeah, how you look at it. I actually like the way Xbox is handling it. Yeah. You know, and, and that's a good way. But, like, with the PS5 being, so being backwards compatible for everything lower... Yeah. Minus the PS3. I mean, if you, if you had the PS4 copy... You just play it on the PS5. Yeah. So I mean, that's it's not. I mean, granted, you may lose a little bit in graphical quality because of you know 
It's the same game though. It's, yeah, it's, just, it's just it's just the the PS5 disc may have more, uh, may be able to push the graphical content higher. Mm-hmm. But you know, other than that, you're, it's the same game. So yeah. you're, not really miss, you're not really missing out on anything. Yeah, I just so, don't want to do the whole. Uh, I guess that's like where that PS3, PS4, like backwards compatibility. It's kind of weary. I just don't want to buy like The Last of Us again. <laughs> like yeah. that's just all I'm saying. Like, look, if it's backwards compatible, let me know. Is everything gonna carry over? That's all I need to know. That way, I don't buy the game twice. Well, I, I thought they said that every, it was everything except, except the PS3. Okay, everything but the PS3. Yeah. Why PS- the PS3? I, there was a coding difference on the PS3 for discs. So mm-hmm. I, I, apparently, they can't. They can't. They 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 either had to choose, or you could take you could play PS3 games, or you could play one, two, and four. Okay. Because there was a coding difference, some some weird hardware difference on the PS3 that wouldn't allow them to bring those games forward. Oh well, if you think about, it, there's not a lot of like exclusives on PS3. No, now. there's and, and if they're if the ones that were have all been brought onto the PS4 or through the PlayStation Store. Yeah. So there's not really much on the PS3, I think, by itself that you would need the disc to play. Mm-hmm. Nothing I can think of. No? Like, Uncharted is already there. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's already got the Nathan Drake collection. So. The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, and that's already been brought forward. That's it. <laughs> yeah, there's not much on the PS3 that's not already been brought forward. Yeah, because, like, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. And, like, yeah. But... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can think of it. <laughs> yeah, so it's probably, probably not gonna be that big of a deal, but yeah. I like it. You know, I got a lot of old PS2 games. What am I playing again? Yeah, name one. Eternal Poison. <laughs> yeah, one that you mentioned last week that did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, I guess that like, follows suit with that. It's just the fact that Square said that we're not worried about actual gen like exclusive right now. So. You feel like okay, we're making the right moves now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like after the the slog fest that was like microtransactions and the whole last like five or six years of gaming, mm-hmm. I feel like we're finally starting to level out. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're still like it's it, it's it's like we talked about since I started me on the podcast you know, <laughs> yeah. with delays and stuff. I feel like we're getting back to the old ways of they're not going to release the game until it's done. Yeah. Just to avoid all the kind of backlash that you get from stuff. Yeah, just know? that state of gaming, like you like to say, yeah, like how it's <laughs> how it's kindly changing back to where it should be. <laughs> yep, and I'm, I'm happy that it is. Yes, yeah. like I said, we, we, we made it through the, the dark times of half completed games on microtransactions, and now we're getting back to actual students. or students actually caring about their product. Yeah, so it's just great to see like Square and CD Projekt Red that like I saw something where it said that. Not because they're the favorite, but like they're that CD Projekt Red is the second most important European company. Yeah, I'm like, good gosh, really? Yeah, they, <laughs> they employ so many people. It's just weird, though. It's like they're only number two. Yeah, <laughs> they've only come out with three aims. <laughs> yeah, but they've all been gems. <laughs> yeah, every every one of them is a diamond. Like they're so good. I just yeah, it's, it's just crazy. That, that they've only come out with, the, with those, those few titles, but they've all been gold. Yeah. So, just just spitballing, like, if you were a game developer, and you come out with an idea, like, you see the roadmap of what it could be, mm-hmm. how long do you think the game would take for you to make? Like, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I mean, well, normal game development time is anywhere, depending on the complexity of the game, from 18 months to three years. Mm-hmm. So... 
I'm talking about like if you're CG Project Red, you're making oh, something like, like CG Project Red. Yeah, like yeah, you're making Cyberpunk, like something like it. Two years, three years, two three years. Yeah. Well, it's been teased since 2014. Yeah. So, so and, and it's it's solid work, and then you got, you got, well, like once you get out, like but then, but then with some like like Cyberpunk, you get to factor in motion capture for the people for like you know the actual build, you get to factor in voice acting. But just working on the game itself should be about three years. Okay. So and then, and then everything else on top of it, and then getting it all to work together, and <laughs> figuring out the bugs. I feel I feel like they're on schedule, so five years is probably probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just crazy though. Like they say delay, and so like everyone else is like, okay, cool, yeah. cool. <laughs> like we're sitting there waiting. Also, I guess delayed just the fact that Square said that Chapter Two for Final Fantasy Seven shouldn't be affected. <laughs> yeah, which is great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The, like I said, it. <laughs> I've had, a, I've had a few opinions on this podcast about Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I know. But we keep them going. If it, like, I don't know. If, from what, I've, from what, from what I've been reading about it, if they've added so much more content that, because apparently from what I'm seeing now, you could spend, in Chapter 1, quote-unquote, you could spend 80 to 100 hours. 800 to 200 hours? Good gosh. Yeah, yeah from, from 80 hours to 100 hours inside the first disc. You know, the first chapter, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. But if there's that much extra content that they've added so much that you can do all of that, then that's a game by itself. Yeah. You know, I still don't like episodic releases. I still don't think it's, you know, a good idea. But yeah, if it is that much content, <clears throat> I might not be too upset by it. Yeah, not until you play it. I feel like once you play it, you're going, yeah. okay. I really want to. I, I want to play it first. Yeah. You know, once I once I get once I get my hands on it and actually play it. Then I'll probably make an opinion. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. like I feel like that's how everyone is. Like, cause like I said that I showed my one of my friends that it's supposed to be like it says on the back of the box that it's supposed to be a hundred gigs, mm-hmm. which is one of the biggest next to Red Dead. However, you want to look at it, and they said, okay, I thought isn't it supposed to be episodic? I'm like, yeah, it is. He said, well, they should just release it in game in its entirety. I'm like. Well, I get that, but at the same time, it's like, if it's as big as it's supposed to be, I don't know if you can do it in one game. The more I thought about it, it like, think about each section that you go in the game, but mm-hmm. I get, like, you want to experience it in its entirety, but, like, also I see that some people don't want to pay 60 bucks every time. Yeah. <laughs> but my, my whole thing is, is, it depends on how much of the story gets told, where it cuts off, and how long it takes to get chapter two. Yeah. Chapter 2 is what, like a year? Is that too long? Yeah, or? I think it's 2021 was what I heard. I heard Q2 2021. Oh, wow. Last, last update I heard. So it'll be it'll be a year, if not a little bit more. Okay. Provided there's no delays. <laughs> well, they said not, supposed not to do it. But, like, I think what everybody wants to see is the roadmap for this game. I think what, Final Fantasy 15, we were just like, here it is. And then, like... Release become release DLC DLC more DLC DLC gets canceled. What? Yeah, uh, <laughs> the second wave DLC all got canceled. I was like, ah, did on, you guys. play that one? That first that uh, Arden one? Did you play it? No, I didn't. You didn't uh, play Arden. I played. I played. All, I played Gladio Prompto and uh, Ignis, and then I played the the multiplayer make your own character thing. Yeah. The name of it, and then that's the last I played in fifteen. <laughs> you were just done. Yeah, I just. After that, it was just I had other stuff I wanted to play. Yeah, I like how some people like some people said like that was their favorite Final Fantasy because 
it was their first Final Fantasy. But I'm just like, guys, like, there's more to this. Yeah. Like, wait till Seven comes out. <laughs> but they were just like, Seven just looks clunky. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, like I said, the combat in Seven remind the from what I've seen in the combat, it reminds me a lot of uh, Thirteen. The way it plays, where it's not so. Because I didn't see really a whole lot of like freeform movement, mm-hmm. like, you know, like in Fifteen, how you you know complete control over running away and doing whatever. But I did see a lot of like the characters moving while they were attacking, which is pretty reminiscent of Final Fantasy Thirteen. I wish, I hope that they released a demo. If they do, and like we get the first feel of it, like okay. <laughs> that would be great to play a demo. Oh, Neo 2. Don't forget about that. I can't. Can't forget about it. No. I want it so bad. Like... Demo. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no yeah, yeah. I got you in the demo. <laughs> you dig no, it? I just, I, I just want the game. They did release the trailer saying that it was the last chance like to try the demo out. I'm like, oh. Yeah. But, the best part about, about, about the Neo 2 demos is whatever you play on it, can, can, you, can bring it to the, you can bring it to the actual game. I love when games do that. Yes. <laughs> I, I think what it was is it was Octopath Traveler that did that. Mm-hmm. Like the demo, like if you play it and beat it within an hour, you can bring all the characters into that game. I was like, sweet. Is that an hour? Yeah, because you only get an hour to play the demo. Uh, so pretty much what you have to do is like sprint through like one person's story, find that per the next person's uh character, get them. And then just sprint continuously. And like after you get all eight, it'll say thanks for playing, blah blah blah. And then once you buy the game, you can switch and bring all of those characters over. Oh. And like all of their first chapters would be complete because you did the first chapter for each character. So there's four chapters per person. So it's like oh cool. Wasn't that something weird about that game where you had to do like all the chapters for all the characters to get like some to get like to the end? Uh, no. Uh, you can really experience it all, each person's story, and then you have to do, like, a side mission to find the actual story. Mm-hmm. Like, end of the story. I <clears throat> never did that because it was, like, after playing, what, was that, four times eight, 36 chapters? I was done. <laughs> 32, not 36. 36. <laughs> I was like, 32, not 36. I, I know what you meant. <laughs> But no, it, it's a fun game. I know. You have a Switch. You have it on Steam. It should be on Steam, too. Yeah. <laughs> I might try it. Like I said, I got, I got so much crap. I <laughs> got Neo coming this month. Oh, yeah, because it's still February and Black History Month. Mm-hmm. I did say that, so shout out to Black History Month as it... Shout out to IGN, actually, because like they were doing a live... Uh, Black History Month stream yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, I've never seen like Gamespot do that. I haven't seen kind of funny. I'm like, shout out to you guys for actually being bolder, doing something like that. That's cool. Yeah. So, I'm actually going to start with the badass video game characters that they put up. This was done by Funky Joseph at IGN. Did you check out this list? Yeah. It's it's interesting that I didn't think about Lena. From Street Fighter. Street Fighter, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of Sergeant Avery Johnson. I did. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. But that's one of my favorite scenes is, is, is when you beat uh, Halo on Legend on Legendary. Is him him hugging the the elite. It's like, oh, come here. <laughs> <laughs> Lola After Party. I haven't heard of her. 
I'm playing this too from Apex, but I don't really play Apex Legends. Yeah, Apex you just gotta get good at. Yeah, <laughs> Grace Walker from Wolfenstein 2. CJ from San Andreas. CJ from San Andreas, which yeah. I heard, haven't played, but I know everyone the, loves. Yeah, the most mild man of GTA protagonist. Ever. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. He was, just, he was just trying. He was just trying to get by. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like. But you look at like like every other GTA protagonist. They're all off their fucking ass. But he was just like, <laughs> I just want to get through this, man. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. Yeah, he's just hanging out. <laughs> Lifeline Apex. Sarah Junda from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. She is a badass in that game. Clementine from Telltale's The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. They're forgetting uh, the girl from Left 4 Dead. Is that what the game is? Is it Zoe? Is it Zoe? I think you know what I'm talking about, too. Yeah, it was from the Left 4 Dead uh, DLC content. Uh, (laughs) As we look at our things, and just like... Not not Left 4 Dead, Last of Us. Last of Us, yeah. Um, Which is also interesting that you found out that Ellie was gay. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. They alluded to it so, someone in the actual, in the original game. Did they really? Yeah, before the DLC. Oh. I kind of just didn't, like, pay attention to that, because I didn't think it was that Riley. big of a deal. Riley? Yeah, Riley. I really didn't think it was that big of a deal, but I was like, oh, wow, she's gay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just one of those things where, like, like they allude to it somewhat, someone in the actual game, and they mention a few things, but then the DLC just explores it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like when DLC does that. Yeah. Well, like, what? Well, it's 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 like you're not you you and I always talk about representation is important. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. It's just not only that she's a feminist, not feminist, but like she's a female protagonist in the upcoming game. Mm-hmm. Gay after a lover, it's like, oh wow, this is gonna be interesting and yeah. good. <laughs> just last of us is great. <laughs> yeah, last of us, last of us is just a great game. <laughs> and like, did you play the Lost Legacy from Uncharted? No. You didn't play Lost Legacy? Lost Legacy? Uh, the one after 4. No, I didn't. Uh, I, Jason Charter 4 was last night I played. Oh. Lost Legacy was alright. It yeah. was good, not great. Okay. Because it was so short to me. How short was it? You could beat it about 6 hours. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. That was the best part, the best part about uh, Uncharted 4 was it was like 30 hours. Yeah. And you're playing as Chloe, so. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So that sucks that, that sucks that it's only 6 hours. Yeah. And, like, for the price, it's, like... It's probably cheaper, of course, but it was, like, 40 bucks at the time. That's not bad, though, if it's only yeah. 40 bucks. Yeah. Which is just, like, okay, are we going to get more Uncharted then? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do love the Uncharted series. Yeah, I was surprised you haven't played that one, though, for real. Well, I mean, I, I just honestly just stopped after four. Because, like I said, yeah. it's just so much crap to play. You just can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, it's, so like... This, this month is... Neo, and then uh, Animal Crossing, and then Persona, Persona and then Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. So like, it's just gonna be busy. Yeah. So not only that, it's just like when you think about it, like for me, I was saying like it starts with Ori for me. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, but like this week actually coming up in March is Pokemon Dungeon Mystery, mm-hmm. Mystery Dungeon. Never played that game. I never played a single one of them. They just they don't look. Good to me, but I'm not saying I'm not saying that they're bad games. Yeah, it's just not kind of my style. I have a friend that she loves Pokemon. She's like, I think I am going to skip on Mystery Dungeon. She's like, Why? It was a great game. I'm like, Really? 
Um, I've, I've never played them, and I've always just played regular Pokemon. So. Yeah, it's like, okay, guys, we'll definitely. I don't want to check this game out because it just doesn't fit the schedule. That kind of thing. It like, just looks like a dungeon crawler, which are fun, but I don't know. Apparently, it's an RPG. Like, oh, yeah, hmm. a full on RPG. I was like, I thought about checking out the demo because it's on the Switch. Oh, uh, yeah, I might do that. Then. <laughs> like, check it out and go like, uh, maybe when it's lower. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a game I wait for, for like Black Friday. Or yeah, the thing about Nintendo, they never really lower their prices on games. No, but GameStop does on Black Friday. Yeah, actually, they've been better about that. The more I think about that, like, I know. yeah, they. I think I saw like Breath of the Wild for like forty five bucks. I'm like. That's as low as I've ever seen this game. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a game go go low on the actual, like, digital store. Yeah. Like, some someone was like, I want to play Digimon. I'm like, uh, Cyber Sleuth. And they said that uh, GameStop doesn't have it. I'm like, dude, it's on sale right now. Yeah. I think that is one I have, I have on my PS4, I think. What, Digimon Cyber Sleuth? Yeah. Is it any good? Eh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm like, I'm just wondering. Like, I just, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I used to like Digimon, and so I, just, I figured, screw it, I'd play it. Yeah, it's just not a good game. <laughs> the, the, the story's not there. You know, the the Digivolving content is there, which is you know the bread and butter. But it's just not a good story. Oh my gosh, I just don't like. I feel like you remember the Four Swords one. Mm-hmm. I think that was the best one I've ever played. I think my favorite Digimon game was Digimon World. Like the very first one? Yeah, we get to just run around, just run around with the Digimon behind you. Yeah, and they like get to transform and yeah. like Digivolve. And yeah, play. that was fun. <laughs> Make games like that. I do, love the, I do love the fact that like, because you could screw up because you had to like stat build them. Yeah. So like, you know, if you pump more into, more into, into strength or like speed, you know, they would Digivolve differently once they hit a certain level. But then you could screw up and you have like no stats right, and they they just evolve into I can't remember the name of the Digimon, but it's just a giant turd. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, well, you're fucking useless. Yeah, because you did it's it just, wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like, like yeah, but, but but when I was playing that game, I think I was like eight. Yeah. So I was just so I, I had no idea what I was doing. Was yeah. just, I'm like, I got a War Greymon, and now it's a turd. It's like, Son of a bitch. They did come out with the the new Digimon movie. I'm ready to see it though. There's a movie? Yeah, there's a new movie. Like, where, like, TK and Ty and all of them are in it. Like, oh, really? I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I just watch it because of you guys. Not yeah, even. <laughs> watch, for the, watch for the nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I can't wait. But it's just like, someone's like, you should check out Rune Factory. Like, if you're going to check out Animal Crossing, you should check out Rune Factory 4. I'm like, okay. When's this game come out? I never heard of it. Rune Factory? It is kind of like. Animal Crossing, hmm. and it's it's like I said, once it come out, and like she said, it comes out on Tuesday, and I was like, okay, I was like, if I can, let me see what I can do. I'm actually about to call her. Let's see what she says. <laughs> she probably won't answer. <laughs> Don't actually have her number, so no answer. Well, if she if like she said that it's so relaxing that it puts her to sleep. I'm like, oh, 
It's one of those games. I don't like a game that puts me to sleep. Yeah. What's a chill game for you? <laughs> like one that I can just re- like relax and play and not have to worry about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy X. Really? Yeah, that's one that I can just... I've played it so much and I've, I enjoy the loop and I enjoy the content. So it's just kind of one of those things where I can just play and not really feel too stressed out. So I'm just relaxed with. But... You know, I'm, I'm assuming soon it's going to be Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. But of the ones I have now, that's like the one that I just don't really have to pay attention to when I play. Yeah. I just have some friends like his was FIFA. I'm like, really? You got to kind of concentrate in FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're online and it's a 12-year-old tanning to your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, unfortunately, shout out to Jess. She's out going, like, going to dinner. I know it's New York time up there, so... Have some fun. <laughs> you had no problems, but no, a lot. Like I know someone that's just said, like I just need six months of Animal Crossing. I'm like six months. Six months, Jesus Christ! And like you said, that that's my game of the year. I'm like, I just, am I really just underestimating this game? And I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for Animal Crossing. I don't know that I'd go so far as to call it my game of the year. Yeah, but it's gonna be one that I'm gonna have fun playing. Yeah. You know, it's but it's. I don't think it's gonna be game of the year for me. I even asked her like, so how much time do you think I need to like play to actually get a good review out? She said about thirty to forty hours. I'm like, okay. I was gonna say forty hours. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I'm glad I got that Friday off. <laughs> yeah, I was. Gonna, I was gonna say forty hours. About forty hours. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's just like, I guess not just for me because like. I guess what we say, we're at kind of a disadvantage because we don't have codes or anything like that. It's just the fact that... Yet. Yet. The keyword is yet. I love, I love your enthusiasm. Just the fact that, like, well, you got to, like, grind through games and, like, play it. And it's like, some games you don't ever go back to. I just don't know if it's the reviewing process or is it just the fact that you don't want to play that game anymore. You get what I'm saying? Because, like... I get, I get what you're saying. It's like... You're, you're playing it... For the review, not so much to enjoy it, but to review it. Yeah. But I feel like Animal Crossing is one of those games where, even in the process of reviewing it, I still think you'll enjoy yourself. Yeah, like, I think uh, I enjoy every game I play, I always have, but, like, something like with Dragon Ball, like, when I'm, like, actually reviewing it, I'm just like, I don't want to go back to playing that, because I know everything that's wrong with that game, or what's good with it, and it's like... But something like Monster Hunter or Division, it's like, I can review that game and go back and play it whenever I want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if the gameplay is satisfying, then you can go back and play whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, like I said, I have a similar thing like that with Final Fantasy X. I've beaten that damn game <laughs> 12 times now. Yeah. Just because just I just enjoy playing it. Yeah. So, it's and, you know, like I said, it's one of those games where you can just go back and replay because you enjoy it. Yeah. So, like, some people are like, yo, I would never do it. I'm like, guys, it's fun. Like, the entire process is fun. Yeah. You just don't know it. <laughs> you gotta get your stuff out there and try it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the, what is it, uh, Days Gone? Yeah. Played through that once, and that's really all I needed. <laughs> it's not that the game was bad, it's just that there wasn't really anything left for me to do. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't rewarding enough where I felt like I wanted to go back, I wanted to go through and play it again. Yeah, my one of my friends said that um, the reason why he gave back his days gone because he said it felt like dying light. Just that's all it felt like to him. I didn't get that at all. You didn't get that? 
Well, Dying Light's first person. So yeah. That's, that's such a weird thing to say. Yeah. Because Dying Light is first person in parkour. Yeah. And that game is third person and on a motorcycle with very little parkour. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I wouldn't even have thought, that, thought, thought that they were even remotely the same. Mm. I guess because there's zombies and like everything you can do in it. And like, like you were saying, like the whole missions thing. That was just dumb. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just gets it just gets a little monotonous. I would compare it more to a Far Cry game than I would compare it to a to Dying Light, though. Wow, and I've never played a Far Cry game. Oh, Perry, <laughs> what? You've never played a Far Cry game? First person. Perry, I get sick playing first person. Ah. Games. <laughs> Far Cry Three. <laughs> Far Cry Three. Not do Far, it. Not it's Far, fun. Not Far Cry Four though. Eh. <laughs> it's not bad. It's I, I rate games like that based on the villain. Like, okay. Like how good the villain is. And if you play like 70% of Far Cry 3, perfect game. <laughs> 70%? Yeah. Because <laughs> you got Voss, who's like the most badass protagonist or antagonist ever. <laughs> and then like, for like the last 30% of the game, like, I, you know, it's not even a spoiler alert at this point. The game's no. been out for freaking years. Yeah. But after you kill Voss, you get to like, like, then there's this other dude and it's like, I don't know you. Now you're the big villain? Fuck that. Bring it back, Voss. I don't want you. You're a dick. Voss was funny and cool. Wow. Because, like, every time he captured you, he would, he, would, he would be like, have I ever told you the definition of insanity? Yeah, that. Yeah, and it's that. just like, but he would do it every time, and it's like, oh my god. He's be, he's, he's he's living the allegory of, like, you just keep doing to do shit, but you're going to keep failing, and you keep getting caught by me. So you can keep doing the same thing. I'm just going to keep catching you. That's basically was like was like the thought behind him saying it over and over again. Yeah, it's like you're try, you're doing different things, but expecting but getting the same result. Yeah, uh, losing to me, and I'm just like you're a badass. Yeah, like, I want you to be my character, and then all of a sudden it's just like, Bruh! and then there's just some dickhead, and it's just like I don't like you. Bring back that guy. <laughs> can I unkill him, rekill you, and we can just have him go again? <laughs> you're just like no yeah like the, like, the last like 30% of the game was just like fucking why is that a Ubisoft game yes that's what I thought <laughs> it's, you it's... can tell because you have to climb towers <laughs> what's up with them having to climb towers and everything I, though? Fuck, I don't know it's just some weird ass thing with them but it's just like <sighs> we need towers <laughs> just coming it back and said it's good dude <laughs> there you go okay of course. Woo! <laughs> Let's see what else do we have. Silent Hill may have been teased. Oh, the Hideo Kojima tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the internet, the the uh, internet detectives went ballistic when with with that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, Kojima production. Sorry to be silent, everyone. I've been really busy lately. I think I can say more soon about what we are going to. And then it just had the picture of him like. <laughs> Talking on the phone. <laughs> okay. I mean, been Dude. silent. It's silent recently. All right. Come yeah. on, come on, Hideo. Yeah, like come, do that to us. come on, silence. Okay, come on, give it to us. If they say Silent Hill is back in, in production, I will be super fucking happy. How is that going to work if that's a Konami game? I don't know if he. I don't know if he'll actually. Well. I don't know if he. I don't know how the rights work in that because I know he keeps some of the intellectual property rights to Silent Hill. Okay. I just don't know if he has access to the name 
Silent Hill. Okay. I, I, I just look a bit more into that. What was the big deal? Because I know it was a big deal. PT? What was such a big deal about that? Because PT, once you beat it, once the internet figured out how to... Are you actually like the whole story behind it? Well, like, yeah. Alright, so... <laughs> story time. <laughs> so... Big fun was... Uh, it came out on the PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. With no description, no developer, nothing. Just PT. Everyone was like, what the fuck is that? So I downloaded it. And so did a bunch of other people. I downloaded the day, the day that it came, came to PlayStation Store. Because at that point I had a time where I was just like, I hit the store up every day to see what was new. And then that was new. So I downloaded it. And it was over, um, I think it was Memorial Day weekend. It was a three-day weekend. So me and four of my buddies sat at my house and tried to beat it and tried to figure out what the fuck was going on. And about a week later, they came out and said we were expecting people to have it beaten within a week. The entire internet community couldn't beat it for about 10 days. Oh, wow. Because there's no interaction. There's nothing to tell you what to do. It's just guessing. And then, like, until you find out what works or what forces the game to go forward. Because all it is is you're replaying a hallway. Oh. You know, so, like, so like, like it's, it's one hallway that goes down... It does a 90 degree turn to the right, and you walk down that hallway, and there's like a you know front door you can't go through, but there's like a bathroom, a couple different uh, dressers that have shit on them, a phone, pictures on the wall, but if you do something in a certain way, things will change. So by going like by going and like zooming in on, on a picture, then going through the the stairs because at the end of the end of the hallway it goes down the stairs. As soon as you open the door, you're back in the hallway again in the beginning. So you're just looping. That whole thing. And then once you get through the... Like, like, like you zoom in on that picture and then go through the, the door again. When you come back into the next room, that picture will, will, will be broken. Or, like, the eyes will be dug out of it. Mm-hmm. Or, and it's just it's just so much weird shit that can happen in it, but people can figure it out. And about ten days into it, and this is how weird the game winning is, is they figured out after you get to this part where the, the lights turn red and like there's blood from the ceiling. And, like... Shit's just going weird. Mm-hmm. You have to stop moving for five seconds, and I'm going to butcher the actual on this, the timing on this, but I, I know the, the general sequence. Stop moving for five seconds, walk 17 steps forward, stop for three seconds, turn around, walk back or walk back towards the back, towards the first door five steps, stop, and then walk backwards like six steps, and then say the word Jareth, the name Jareth. Whispered into a mic because you then they put a mic into it. Whispered into that, and then you can hear a baby laugh, and then that's like going through the thing, and then like that's gonna then that actually beats the demo. Like it took forever for the internet to figure out how to beat this damn thing because nothing made sense. Okay, and when you beat it, you got uh, a cutscene at the end of it, which was Norman Reedus walking through these streets of Silent Hill. Oh, okay. And then people found out that PT stand for playable t- playable teaser. Oh, okay. So the game, had, the the PT demo had nothing to do with Silent Hill, but once you beat it, you got to see the Norman Reedus cutscene of him in Silent Hill. So that's why everyone was like, "Oh shit, it's a new Silent Hill game." Yeah, and then and then we got that Stranding. <laughs> yeah, completely opposite of what you wanted. Yeah, but people love Death Stranding and like yeah. just the Kojima like. I remember when he showed up on E3 and there was a Norman Reed show for Death Stranding. It's like the influence that he has over 
like strange and weird is interesting because you don't know what to exactly expect. But when it's there, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's just one of those things with with Hideo Kojima is you just don't... I I don't want to live in that head. (laughs) Some of the shit that he can come up with is insane. Yeah. Just plot plot devices, storylines, random just shit. It's just like, I don't... Yeah. I don't know what you're gonna come up with, man, but I know I'm gonna I'm gonna be enjoyed and confused. Yeah, because like with Death Stranding, is like it can like this. What I've seen is like it can either be a hit or miss. Like all depends on who it is, who the player is. If they're like they say that is a chill game, and I'm just like I don't know if it's a chill game. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you have to worry about BTS and like make things. I'm like I don't know if it's a chill game, guys. Like yeah, I mean it all depends on, on how you define a chill game. Yeah, like we're saying, like, is this chill or is it not? But I can see where people really enjoy it. But I'm just like, I'm here for the story. Get yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care about this nonsense. Story and writing are, are really big to me. Yeah. Uh, it has to be compelling enough to keep me involved. How do you feel about stories that, like, where you pretty much know what's going to happen? Like, Zelda. Well... Zelda's one of those one of those ones where you can kind of know the end, but you don't know the journey. Okay. Like, because, I mean, most, most RPGs are like that. At the end of the game, you're going to beat the big bad, and you're going to get to save the princess, and credits are going to roll. So you already know the ending to most games you play. Like, you know you know that if you play, like, Persona, you know, you know that by the end of it, you're going to defeat whatever the big bad is at the end of the game, and you're going to win. It's just it's that's just something something you something you come to expect. It's the it's the journey that tells the story. Yeah, you know because you already know where you're going. Yeah, I'm just thinking because like you know it. Well, I guess with with Hyrule, like you know the map, you know the area you're going to go to, but you don't know what it's going to look like when you first get there. Yeah, it's like oh wow, that's yep. rather interesting. <laughs> especially with the expanse of like Breath of the Wild, how big the world is. Yeah. It's going to be interesting for Breath of the Wild 2, though, for real. I can't like. wait for that. I, can't <laughs> I just want a continuation of it. And they were talking about doing a... Breath of the Wild 2 was supposed to have some sort of DLC content where you have to play as Zelda. First time ever, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That would be interesting. I just, like... I was talking about this with somebody. It's like, let's have Link talk. <laughs> if all these other characters that can talk around him, have him talk. Yeah, he just... Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I, and I love the, I love the, I love the, the times in the game where it like kind of breaks the fourth wall and talks, and like they're like, you don't say much, do you? Or something, something to that effect, where he's just sitting there silent like a dick. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> I, it's just crazy that like some people are like, well, they just use the same story over and over. I'm like, yeah, but people keep buying it because it's yeah, because the <laughs> because the journey's always different. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like an ocarina of time. You know, you had to go through, go with the three to the three jumps in the temples whenever you're a kid, and you would get an adult and go through all the different temples and do all that. So you have like an expansive, immense story and enough stuff to go through, even though you know at the end you're going to beat Ganon and the game's going to be over. Yeah, you know, but there's so much more to do while you're in the game that you don't really care that you already know the ending. Yeah, and like I, my friend's like, so Ganondorf, you know, like you mean Ganon? He's like. What's the difference? I'm like, Ganon is the big bad overall. Yeah. So Ganondorf was just there. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Ganondorf was the was the Gerudo uh, dude he infected in yeah. uh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. But the old the beast is named Ganon. Yeah. It's like 
Calamity Ganon, whatever you want to call it. Ganon is always the main villain. Yeah. Whoever he happens to be infecting at that particular moment. Yeah. I remember being a kid, like, I couldn't get past the Water Temple for Save My Life. Fuck the Water Temple. And then, like, when I figured it out, I'm just like, okay, I know how to beat this game then. The Water Temple, it... <laughs> that freaking PTSD from the Water Temple. Really? The, water, the Water Temple is just... Gamers, in general, hate underwater levels. Really? And because, it's for me, it started with, like, Donkey Kong Country. Okay. On, like, on the, on the, on the, the Super Nintendo. Okay. Because underwater levels just pissed me off. Because everything okay. can fucking kill you, you can drown... That's like, like Mario I, too. <laughs> yeah, Mario Eight, same thing. I hate underwater levels, so it's just like this fucking sucks. So like, like, and, and then you get to the water temple, and it's like, ooh, now you got to raise and lower the water levels and go through all this stuff. <laughs> it was such a pain in the ass that when they re-released it on the, on the 3DS, they put in markers so you could tell what floor you were on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because people complained like this is too fucking hard because yeah. when Ocarina of Time came out, it was before. The prevalence of the internet and like internet strategy guides. So unless you had bought a strategy guide for Ocarina of Time, <laughs> you're just guessing the whole way through. It's not it's, you couldn't just Google it. Yeah. You know, like you can now if you get pissed off. You're like, I can't figure this out, Google. Oh, that's it. Okay, and then go do it. Like back then you had to like just keep trying until you won. <laughs> Are you a Link's Awakening fan? Did you like Link's Awakening? Yeah. I actually uh, went through and played it on played it on the Switch. I did too. I was like my first time, like everyone was like, Link's Awakening is like one of the best. I'm like, why? And I'm like, all of a sudden I played it. I'm like, like, well, not going to spoil it. Well, I don't know how you do. How do we do remakes? There's, there's nothing different. It's just it's okay. Just a remake. Well, it didn't make any. I won't say much. Or like, it's, it's it's a remaster, not a remake. Well, it puts a different look and feel. I don't know. But it's the same story. Same story. Okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it didn't matter at the end. No. None of it matters. Like, like I, I, went th- I went through, not only did I, did I replay the Switch, I replayed it through the Switch's virtual console with all the, the Super Nintendo and, and Nintendo titles because it's on there too. Yeah. So I went, I went back and played the old school one just, just to fool around with the old graphics. Yeah. So just like, just like I beat it, I was like, that was great. That was an awesome experience. I'm like, but it didn't matter whatsoever. <laughs> There's, uh, it's, it's definitely one of my favorites, just not my favorite. Oh, okay. Like, it's probably my top five, but it's not my top three. Oh, gosh. I don't even know if I can give you a top three. Oh, I could. I can give you top three. I could. Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, Breath of the Wild. Oh, wow. I would put, yeah, uh, Ocarina, then Breath of the Wild, then Majora's. But I gotta beat Majora's still. That's Majora's just, Mask is my favorite. I, the game haunts me. Just because of the complexity behind it and all the different stuff you have to do to get the masks. The different times you have to you have to manage, you have to do all the different stuff like that. It's just to me that they put so much love and so much thought into that game. Perfect. And just the fact that it's a side story. Yeah. It's like, huh? And there's a lot of there's a lot of depth to the actual uh, the actual story and a lot of like the imagery that's in it. Yeah. Which is really cool. They said that Link actually died when he fell. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, because each of the, each of the realms are are basically one of the passages of, of uh, death, except or except trauma. Yeah, which is you know pretty cool. Yeah. So when you really think about it. Yeah, we're just like Link. Wait, what? Huh? A lot of that's still it's still kind of a theory. Yeah. They really come, I don't know that they've actually come out and said that that's what it is, but it's it's the five stages of grief is personified inside the game. Yeah. But. Just any game that delves in, that delves in any kind of philosophical subject, it gets me every time. Yeah. 
I think that's why you said you love the Persona games. Kind of yeah. just like Persona's all all philosophy. Yeah, just it's, all, like, it's philosophy and mythology. It's all Persona, and that's got me every step of the way. Yeah, it's like just diving deep and just like understanding what could be behind the mask and like understand like it's just cool and like anything that delves into human nature in regards to like authority, religion, anything, anything of that, it's always gonna pull me in because hmm. it's it's something that I like to study in my free time. Yeah. So it's something that's always going to get me. Like that's why near to me is one of the most perfect games ever made. Yeah. Because it's nothing but existential philosophy all throughout, and I love every second of it. <laughs> I know that's why you love God of War too. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, we've I think we've always said God of War has that, but more. Yeah. To it. <laughs> God of War is, is all mythology, and I love it. <laughs> so we've been talking about Nintendo for a while. How do you feel that they haven't came up with the direct yet? <laughs> like an actual direct. Like we've we've had a Smash direct and we've had an Animal Crossing direct. Where's the actual directs, guys? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious why they why they chose to break it up like this. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just because they don't. I mean, they had like like I said, they had those two directs the two directs earlier. You know, Animal Crossing is coming out later this month. And then they have Pokemon coming out with the DLCs in was it July and um, there's one coming fall. out in the, in the fall. Sometime, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So they have both of those coming out. I mean, I don't know that they have any other titles that they, that they need to talk about. Well, Xenoblade's supposed to be coming out. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if you played that one. Like the original, it's supposed to be remastered and like. Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I played. Yeah, I didn't get to beat it because it's interesting. Like when you're a kid and you don't actually play a lot of JRPGs because you like just played the ones that you like, like Final Fantasy or something. Like, and something new comes out, you're like, hmm, maybe. And I, think I, I think I played almost exclusively JRPGs. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Like the the Dot Hack franchise was all about that. Yeah. Like I would go I would go into like GameStop or like back back in the day EB Games or EB Toys. Oh yeah, I remember they were around. Yeah, I'd go in there and go, "What do you got by Atlas?" Because Atlas is the one that makes Persona. Yeah. And Devil Summoner and you know any basically the entirety of the Shin Megami Tensei series. So I would just be like, "What do you got by Atlas? Just throw it at me. I don't care what it is." Yeah, and I because I would love everything that they made. So like JRPGs to me are always had the best storylines. Yeah, they're great. I'm just saying, like for me, I guess because I was kind of into sports, and I was like, I just don't have time. I'm more like in the Madden at the time, which is no wrong for anyone that plays sports games. It's just like I'd rather play that than sit down and play Final Fantasy. And then like later on, it was like. I'm all about some fun, fancy. Yeah, and that's fine. You know, what I mean, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like that's why that's why the gaming industry is so wide. Yeah, <laughs> and and I don't want to I don't want to you know like exactly I'm going on record saying I hate sports games. Oh no, at all. I love sports games. Yeah, but it's just a matter of like I can play them, but like once you just start going like oh I'm gonna go online and play a game with some people, and you just get your shit pushed in. So it's just, it's not only that, but like. Ultimate Team is where everything's at, and that's a lot of money. When we talk about microtransactions, yeah, and, like, it's, like, and that makes a lot of things unreachable, and I don't feel like pumping that kind of money. In <laughs> He's like, I, play, I put money into magic and video games. That's all that's, I need. That's about all I got. <laughs> everything else is like, ugh. But no, like, you said Shin Megami Tensei, like, that was first announced for the Switch. I haven't seen it since. Yeah, that's depressing. Yeah, but, like, everyone says that's a really good one, but it's, mm-hmm. like, what's the difference between that and Persona? They're basically, well, like, they're basically, and I don't want to say this and piss off anyone that's, anyone that's listening, they're basically the same as far as what they, what, as well as what they are as far as, like, an Atlas game. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's made by Atlas, but, because they have, like, the whole, you know, school setting, student thing, 
but it's it's a much different like play. Mm-hmm. It's more like the old Persona games rather than like the new style. So it's just it they're just fun. The okay. storylines are always great. So there's there's no real. Uh, I'm not doing a great job explaining this. <laughs> you are. You're just like uh, like the more I think about it. No, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not. But they're great. Yeah, that's that's, 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 that's all you need to know. But yeah, <laughs> Devil Summoner and Shimigami Shimming Tensei games are always great. Like anything made by Atlas, I don't think there's been a bad one yet. Okay, I think Atlas is like. Uh, I don't. Who's the number one European place? Is it Ubisoft? I want to say Ubi. I don't know. I think Ubisoft, yeah. But I think. Yeah, number two, CG Project Red. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think isn't isn't Ubisoft isn't isn't a lot of stuff coming from Canada. Maybe so. I know I know. Uh, Warrior Within was was Ubisoft Canada. Okay. The Prince of Persia game. Oh, they did Prince of Persia. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's just crazy the more you get into it. So like you got to know who made this game and like oh makes sense. Yeah. Because like some people just skip past like the cutscenes and like the opening. And you're like just get to the game and it's like. Not me. <laughs> like, who made this? <laughs> who made it? Well, I want to. I want who made this. Right. Like, like, uh, Borderlands the pre staple was a two K game, but it was made by two K Australia, and you can tell the difference <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, it was still a Borderlands game, but you can tell a lot of the influence of a different studio. And that's what we're getting. Eli Roth wanting to bring a, a fans on, but kill them. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about that? Sign me the fuck up. Yeah. I, I'll, co- I'll come in like, I, I'm a big dude. I'll come in like the, the, the loot dude that comes in with the big chest in his back. Shoot me in the head. I don't give a damn. I'll be in the movie. Yeah. I'll get my five minutes of me. Yeah. I'll come in there and ham it up and I'll be fine. Yeah. Bring me in off me. I don't give a shit. Plus, I get to meet Eli, I get to meet Eli Roth. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, we just want you to stand here like, dude, just your presence right now. Yeah. Yeah, just stand here and get shot in the head. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we fight you? Come on. It's so great because I know you'll do it and it's Hell awesome. Hell yeah. I do it in a heartbeat. You can't, I'll, I'll buy my way out there. I don't give a shit. I'll buy a plane ticket today if you tell me I'll be in that movie. Take my vacation. I don't give a damn. I wonder how it is. I wonder if you just got to sign up or like there's a. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to find out though. <laughs> He's like, the goal is to be on Eagle Off Raw. Oh, yeah, yeah. The goal is to be in that movie and, and then do one dumb thing and be in the background, like, be in the background making a dumb face. Just like, or just like, da 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 Just be like dancing in the background and just hope to God it makes the final cut. She can just see me in the background just going, da 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 They invite you out to the premiere and go oh, yeah. like, <laughs> oh, man. But no, it's like a jumpstart a career. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, all right. <laughs> He's like, yo. We what, saw was your, what was your first role? Fat dude shot in Borderlands game. <laughs> <laughs> like so uh oh yeah i remember that movie good movie yeah yeah you were like i made the face in the background yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you're getting shot yeah it took eight minutes to die yeah i know it took 16 they only used eight okay <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel about like all these game movies coming out then i'm all right with it as long as they don't fuck them up <laughs> yeah that's all i got is, they'll be good as long as they don't fuck them up. We're like I was on the hunt for Final Fantasy Advent Children last weekend after we did record. It was like no one has it. I'm like I'm like sure if someone has spirits within, everyone has that movie. That movie was terrible. And like my friend's like, why don't you like that get that movie? I'm like, 
Because it has nothing to do with Final Fantasy. It's not a Final Fantasy game. You could you could have told me that that was a Mass Effect movie, and I'd have, I'd have believed you. <laughs> like it's just it's it's just such a bad movie. Yeah, I remember when that first came out. I was like, oh, let's see it. And then you watch it, I'm like, there's nothing cool about this. Yeah, movie. there's nothing Final Fantasy in this. It's yeah. all it's it's just it's just a sci-fi movie. Yeah. But like with Advent Children, it's like yeah, it just follows the story and yeah. it's great. It's Sephiroth and Cloud and <laughs> all that, and it's, and it's more more content, more story. Love it. <laughs> then Final Fantasy 15 came out with like the 94 properties that they came out <laughs> before the game came out, and it's just like you know, there's so much, there's a lot of content to consume there. Yeah, it just we were like I said we we're talking about Sonic, which has great black representation, just interracial representation. Have you seen it yet? Mm-hmm. You have? Did yeah. you like it? Yeah, I went, I went and saw it last week. Did you like it? Yeah, I actually did. <laughs> I did. Better than expected. Honestly. It was better than expected. <laughs> yeah, but I was, it's like, it's like we're listening to earlier, you know, with the, with the, them just like, I wonder how much of the movie was, the, was them just say, you know what, Jim Carrey, just walk in there and just, just be Jim Carrey for a few seconds and we'll just animate whatever we need. Yeah. And it's like, also like, no spoilers, but that end scene, that mid-credits scene, I was, it made me wonder like, I wonder to know what that character looked like yeah. before. Yeah, before. Before they, they redid all the CG. Yeah. yeah, me too. That's all I thought when I saw it. I, I remember I was talking about this last week or the week before, just being like, yeah. I could, and now I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, I wonder what you looked like. Or I wonder also like if they had that character look like that already, but made Sonic the way he did. Yeah. Then that would have been like, wait, that what? Was way weird. <laughs> I do want the, uh, I, just, I just love the meme that comes out of it. It's just Nick Fury walking out in the, like an end credit scene. Like, we want you for the, for the Smash Brothers initiative. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, I feel like it can happen though, for real. Yeah, we got like, de- Detective Pikachu now. We got <laughs> Have you Sonic. watched it yet? De- 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 Detective Pikachu? Yeah, did you watch it yet? No. Ah, uh, you watch it and go like, it's a good fan service movie. I, I, I get I, I get that. The only problem is I can't do it because I keep every time I every time I watch a trailer or any like clip of it, I'm just like that's Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just can't get past it. Yeah. Just Deadpool in the Pokemon world. Yeah. I like the story behind Ryan Reynolds. Like he said, when he got the part, he like left his kids at school, <laughs> and Blake was like, he just left his kids. Yeah. He got a problem. <laughs> I just love, those two are great. But no, um, let's see, the Mario movie comes out in 2023. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it's supposed to come out in 2023, the Mario movie. Hopefully it's better than the first one. Well, it's, it's made by DreamWorks, so we're going to get that kind of animation. Yeah, but the first, the first one was Super Mario Brothers in the 90s. Yeah. I thought that was a cool movie when I was oh, a kid. God. When I was a kid, I thought it was a cool movie, you know? It's like, oh, cool. It's Mario. I know when you go back and watch it, it's like terrible. Bowser's just a douche in a suit with like spiky uh, blonde hair. Yeah. All right, dude, you look like you stepped out of a out of a rock band. <laughs> just calm down. No Yoshi. Yeah, no Yoshi. <laughs> I, thank God, no Yoshi. He would he would look he would look like like a Jurassic Park raptor yeah. or some shit. <laughs> Did you ever watch the Mario cartoon show? Uh, I want to say yes, but I know I was young. Yeah. I like, don't know that I watched. Yeah, I think I did, but I think it was like it was like the old cartoon. Yeah, it's the one like where like they're like plumbers at first, and then they'll switch to the cartoon version. 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool, but it's like, because they would like have guests, like special guests come on to the like the actual real world stuff and yeah. then like switch to like the, the animation. Animation. It's like, oh, wow. One of my bosses came to me uh, yesterday and was like, look at this person's name, Perry. I'm like, oh, wow. That's cool. It was Optimus Prime. Nice. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm <laughs> like, huh? That's your name? Okay. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> you definitely switched your name up because that yeah. wasn't your name That's, at first. Yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> and then, then, he, then, he, then he, I guarantee you that guy, if it was his real name, he carries his birth certificate in his back pocket. Because <laughs> someone's like, "That's bullshit." Birth certificate. <laughs> like, I've done this before, man. Here, slamming in. <laughs> we were talking about movies and Monster Hunter poster. What do you think? <laughs> I like the poster. I like the poster. I like the I like the blade she's holding. It's not a big great sword though. Yeah. I need it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ultra great sword. Yeah. It's like eighty four feet. It's like you're swinging the side of a building. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'll be excited. I'll be more excited when, once you see a trailer. But like the release poster looks pretty looks pretty good. Yeah, it comes out in September, so it's like, come on, guys, we need to see this soon. Uh, yes. <laughs> like I said, I know like you're like you like Monster Hunter, but you're not a big world fan. Is that what you said? Yeah, I played I played almost every Monster Hunter game except for the really obscure ones, and then I really not don't much care for Monster Hunter World. Mm-hmm. But I tried it. Don't get me wrong. But it's it's like it's like we we, we talked about before. It's been dumbed down for a Western audience. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the. A lot of the hardcore stuff as far as like collecting the right collecting the right materials and doing the right stuff and hitting the right parts and getting a lot of that, that's just kind of been done away with. Mm. So they made it a bit easier. Mm. And when you take away that core that made the game so challenging and so much fun just to make it more accessible to the common player, you lose a lot of the hardcore base. So I just I'd rather just go back and play an old one. Mm. So I remember with Ice Mountain, they were like, we want hard, we want hard, give it here, give us hard. And it's like, okay, we listen. Capcom said, like, we're definitely doing it. We're giving you hard stuff. And it's like, it's still the same player base. is like, this is still easy. Yeah, it's still <laughs> I've, I've had the same arguments from, from some people at work that I talked to about Monster I, Hunter. Is it's the same. They're like, they're like they, it's the same stuff. It's like, none, of, none of this is difficult. Yeah. It's so. like, once you master, like, some people are like, do you want to play meta or do you not? I'm like, oh, it's. Uh, just don't play. Don't put defense boost on. Yeah. That's all I ask. Just don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can have earplugs on or whatever. Because I remember playing Tribe and we're just like, this game just doesn't feel cool at all. And then haven't played it since World. I was like, okay, cool. This is fun. Stop playing it. I made my new AWA gaming account like for a PlayStation and had to replay through World mm-hmm. to get to Iceborne. And it's like, whew, that's a lot. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of content in it. It's just from what I from what I experienced when, when playing it, it was just it, it wasn't it wasn't the Monster Hunter that I that I knew already. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like they stripped a lot of the features out that I enjoyed. Yeah, well, I think so. I was talking to uh, one friend. He's like, some people just like loading times for some odd reason because that she said that doesn't make the game good at all. It's like uh, someone else was like, it can be easy or can be hard. It all depends on how you play. Yeah, I guess. But I, <laughs> I like games that are hard no matter what you do. Yeah. Like a Souls game. A Souls game, you can't make it easy. Unless you play Dark Souls 1 and use spells. 
then you're just a dick because you're just cheesing spells from a distance, which is fun. But which is fine. You're not gonna we beat everything like that. You know, you're still gonna have a challenge. But like, I like games that even because I, I, there's there's no no two ways about it. I'll, I'll tell you a funny story, Perry. You go for it. Uh, when when we when we when we were kids, uh, me and my two sisters, uh, my parents bought a PlayStation Two for all the kids, and there was a game that they bought, which was a it was a bowling game. Okay. And I, you know, because my my parents used to be really into bowling, and they they had a bowling game. And I was like, all right. So the the funniest part of the story was my stepfather looking at the game and going, okay, your sisters get to play this for at least two weeks before you can. What? And I was like, why? He's like, because you'll pick this up too quickly, beat them, and then no one will want to play anymore. <laughs> so it was, it's the fact that it was a learning curve. They, they need to learn to play the game before I did and then pick it up in five seconds and started kicking ass. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where like, I don't like to toot my own horn about video games, but I've played enough of them over the course of my life that regardless of what it is, I can pick it up pretty quickly. Yeah. So, like, as long as it's not a shooter, because I'm just fucking terrible at shooters. But, like, you know, any RPG, any fighting game, any game like Neo, any, anything like Dark Souls, I can pick that content up and almost play it, you know, to a, to a certain degree pretty well. So, something like Monster Hunter that I've been playing since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where I, I already know how to play it. So, by getting into a game and then playing it, there's no real learning curve for me. Like, I'm going to come out of the gate knowing what I'm doing. So, something, something that's too easy, like World was to me, it just, it served no purpose. It yeah. Was, it, was, it wasn't so much about the game as much as it was like, okay, I'm just wasting my time. Yeah. Because there's, no, there's no challenge here. So, do you, like, even with some games that you play it on hard, like when you, at first? Yeah. Yeah, I, I play most games on hard mode. Just because I want to experience what the game is supposed to be. You know, it, 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 but if a game is like heavily story oriented and not so much combat oriented, I'll play that normal, I guess, just to experience the story more. But if it's something, if it's something that has a hard mode that I know is actually a game, not so much like a narrative driven thing, but more of like a, a combat style game, then I'll play it on hard mode because I, I want to experience what the original intent of the game is. Yeah. I think I've said that before. Like my dad, when I was younger, it was like I was playing Kingdom Hearts two. And like I was staying at his house for a while, and uh, he came into my to the room and was like, "Oh, you're playing you're playing uh, Kingdom Hearts 2? I'm like, "Yeah." He said, uh, "He looked at what I was doing. He's like, how are you doing that? Good God! Like I was getting hit pretty hard, and like it was towards the end of the game, and like I was healing, have all these crazy heals or whatnot." He's like, he looked at me and said, "What mode are you playing on?" I said, "Proud mode." <laughs> He's like. Shut the fuck up! Like, he's like, he got so pissed off. Was like, he left the room. He's like, he's like, there's no way this kid over here is playing it on proud mode. And he came back. He's like, did you beat it? I'm like, yeah, I did. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> he's like, it was just funny, like seeing him. Like he's still like even when Kingdom Hearts three, I said, "Well, I'm playing on proud mode." When it first came out, he's like, "Dang, you're not holding back again, are you?" I'm like, "Nah, dude, proud mm-hmm. even proud mode three was too easy." Yeah, that was like that was like playing normal on Kingdom Hearts two. It was, yeah. it was just it sucked. Yeah, but yeah, I no, don't similar similar experience. See, the problem that I that I have as far as like like you talk about your dad, you know, talking about video games <laughs> and stuff. My family, I am the only gamer. Really? Of my parents, my sisters. I'm the only one that plays video games. Oh. I don't know how it happened, 
There's a great there's a great Pat Oswalt uh, joke about about him when, he's, when he talk, he talks about when he was a kid. He's like, my parents were into Star Wars. I'm big into Star Wars and comic books and all this other stuff. And he goes, God bless my dad. He tried. He's like, football, Spider Man. All right, I tried. And then, <laughs> that's basically my childhood was like sports. I'm like, eh, kind of. It's like cars. Yeah. Well, what do I do now? I'm gonna go play video games. Yeah. Like I don't know how I discovered it or how what led to me being a being a, a gamer. It's just weird because no one else in my family is. Yeah. I think like you said like my like you said he's not really my dad, but shout out to him of course. He said um he used to like we used to have people come over and like play games. Like just like play Mario or I have like a really good friend I haven't seen since we beat it, but like he would like play Final Fantasy Seven and like play the story all the way through. So I would get to see what was happening while he was playing it. Mm-hmm. And I remember him actually getting to Sifiroth and like seeing Supernova and like doing all that. I was just like, I don't think I could do that. Like it was just a thing. Like I could just like if I were to play this right now, I don't think I could do that. Mm-hmm. A couple years later, and when I played, I think someone was like, "Here's my save data of like Final Fantasy Seven. Just go ahead and beat it if you want." It was just like, okay, I think I can do this now. And, like, I did it. It just, like, it just the fact that, like, w- upbringing and figuring out, like, what you can play, like, who accepts it. It's just interesting that we're changing such a nerd world where it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've ranted about that before on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's, like, you know, the people that used to make fun of people to play video games now play video games. Yeah. And, that, and that's what that's what's led to the... the, the Video game industry being the biggest media and the most money making media yeah. in the world. Yeah, and like I th- actually had a like after this we're gonna play D and D. Like someone said, that shit's coming back. I'm like, I don't think it ever left. It didn't ever leave, but I will say that apparently uh, from I, I haven't watched it, but apparently Stranger Things, yeah, as like a big D and D thing, and mm-hmm. apparently apparently that show is a lot of the reason why it's having such such a massive resurgence now. Oh, I would say Critical Role, but. Well, most but most people, most people that don't play tabletop games don't watch Critical Role. Yeah. But like Stranger Things is a Netflix series that everybody apparently other than me has watched. Yeah. And it's one of those things where like there's there's more and more D and D groups I see popping up for people that don't normally do it. Mm-hmm. Be, and I ask them why, and they're like, "Well, I saw it in Stranger Things. It looked fun." Yeah. You know, there's there's three groups that play it at legit every week now that like I know I know for a fact two of them are only because they saw it in Stranger Things and thought it'd be fun. Okay. Well, I think who it was, uh, Anthony Mackie, shout out to him, because he just did Ultra Carbon 2, so it's, um, what he was saying, I was watching it before I came here, he was like, he was just talking about the movie industry and how it's different, and he said, well, you can't make the Goonies now, but Stranger Things is pretty much the Goonies. Yeah. And I was like, dang, like. Well, there's a lot of stuff that you just can't, that you, that, that you couldn't make in, in certain climates, but that's always been the case. Yeah. That's why I've always been annoyed by people that are like, oh, you couldn't make that movie now with today's culture. And it's like, well, yeah, you can make that movie back then with the culture, but go back 20 years twenty years prior to that, you couldn't make a movie that was made 30 years ago now. Yeah. Like, my favorite movie, one of my, like, I don't want to say favorite, it's in my top three movies of all time is Goodfellas. Love it. Love that movie. I've, I can watch it 15 times straight through, never complain, and love every minute of it. Mm-hmm. You couldn't remake that movie now. Yeah. Or you could even, like, you think you could make God of War, like, the original right now. Into a movie? Not into a movie, but just, like... The game? Yeah, the game. I think the game is... I think gaming, as a, in, as a generality, is kind of immune to that. You think so? That passage of time. 
Because well, for gaming, yeah. a lot of it, a lot of it now, especially for games, is um, all about. And I say this weird, but it's all about graphics. Because like what what st- what stops people from going back and playing old games is that they don't look good. Like like I I've tried to I try to have people that played you know Final Fantasy twelve thirteen fifteen go back and try to play seven eight and nine. They just don't do it. They're like, it seems all right, but it just looks it just looks like shit. Yeah. So I feel like it's one of those things where like, because gaming is such a wide media that you can kind of do all that stuff. Yeah. And like you could remake God of War, but it would have to look like God of War, and like the current one. Yeah. It would, you'd have to have that level of graphics to be able to play the game again. So it's just one of those things where it would have to look good. But I, th- yeah. I, I don't think there'd be any issue with making it now. Well, I was just thinking because, like, the whole sexual scenes are in that game and, like, everything that's behind it. I don't know if you could release. Because, like, we do have, like, a female gamer group coming through, too, that, like, do appreciate God of War. But I don't know if they would feel comfortable watching sex scenes play out. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could definitely see that. Um there is there is a female gaming group. I don't deny that. I don't don't yeah, downplay yeah, this in any way at all. But there are a lot of games that are made for a male audience. Yeah, you know, and that is one of them. You know, because a lot of and, I'm, and I'm, like I said, I'm not saying that that you know that, that oh, girls don't want to play games like that because a lot of them do. Yeah, you know, but a lot of games like that they're just gratuitous, over the top violence. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's made for a male audience. You know, it's one of those things where you can't make that game. Specifically, and then and then take out all the all that all like you know anything that makes it what it is. Yeah, you know you can take out the sex scenes; they really don't add anything to yeah, it. Yeah, like you but, don't even have to partake in them whatsoever. Yeah, but it, but it, like, like like even in the case, it's just like two chicks with their shirts off in the bed, and then Kratos gets in the bed, and then the camera pans away, and then you have like a mini game, and then it's over. So like, I don't really. There's not really a sex scene. Like yeah, it's, everything's implied. It's like seeing it's like seeing two people kiss on TV and fall out of frame, and it's like okay, we know they're fucking, yeah. But like you know, now we move on to the next scene. Yeah. So I don't really see I don't really see where that specifically would be an issue. Yeah. Heck, but you know, there are people that have that have sensibilities that would be like I don't you know I wouldn't appreciate that, and I, and I accept that that's fine. Yeah. But maybe that game's not for you. Yeah. And like I said, there's a rating behind it, mature content over teen. Like it's yeah. going to be there. So like. I think it was cool, like how you said you don't know how you were a gamer, like how you became a gamer. Same way with me, it's like, kind of fell in and out with it until like college and was like, okay, cool, I'm going to play Final Fantasy, I'm going to play all these games. And then it was even like my mom, she's like, this is all you do, you just play games. I'm like, whoa, I'm not out on the street doing drugs. Yeah. You, you like appreciate that? Like I'm like, I'm here, You're like you know where I'm at. Yeah. I'm like. Uh, like I socialize with you like we talk about sports and everything still like I think that's what people don't realize like you don't just have to be a nerd you can love sports you can love cars you can do all of that just have fun playing your games <laughs> everybody has a hobby I, I feel like you know, I've had this argument I don't want to say argument I've had this discussion with my parents because they've asked me you know you know what you do today and it's like oh well I got home you know I, I ate breakfast I went to the gym I got back and I played Final Fantasy for four hours and they're like, well, that's kind of a waste of your day, isn't it? And I'm, and the thing is, is I think gaming is such a new media, especially for our generation, that, and it's a, I have a, another anecdote to go off on after I'm done with this one, but it's one of those things where it's such a new media that people don't really understand that it's it's as much of a passion because the, the discussion that I have with my parents is, okay, the same way that I'll sit down and play Final Fantasy for three or four hours, 
is the same entertainment value you get for sitting there watching a baseball game oh, for gosh. three hours. <laughs> I don't think that that's entertaining in the slightest. I do find this entertaining, playing video games. You don't find video games entertaining, but you find watching a baseball game entertaining. That's fine. Everyone has the, has their own go-to yeah. about that. It's just a matter of what you find entertaining and what you want to absorb your time. We're both basically watching TV. Yeah. It's just a different medium. We're just watching a different movie. We're basically That's... playing. We're basically watching TV, but I'm controlling what's happening on the TV. Yeah. That's basically it. That's how I tried to explain to him. It's like, it's like, we're both just watching TV. It's just a matter of we're both doing something different. Yeah. So that it's, it's not like there's, it's, it's not like it's like, oh, you're wasting your life playing video games. Well, you can make the same argument for people that sit and binge watch Netflix. Yeah. You know, it's the same argument. Because like, I say I played games, I, I streamed games for six hours yesterday. And people are just like, that's insane. But, you know, you got someone that binge-watched the entirety of Alter Carbon Season 2, which is nine hours. Yeah. No, nobody bats an eye when someone says that, though. Yeah. But, and this is this the, the other anecdote that I want to go on, I feel like that's changing because the people that grew up with video games, like myself, are now getting older where we're having kids. You know, and now you have kids that are growing up and being like, you know, playing video games now, and it's like, okay, well, that's cool. You know, I was watching a, a podcast with a couple guys that are in their 40s, you know, playing video games, and then they were talking about, you know, it's it's the point now where gaming can be a career. You know, where it couldn't, you know, where it's it was unthinkable 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, which now you've got professional gaming, like, you know, you've got, like, all these different tournaments and esports and all this other stuff, where it's a career. You know, so, like, and, and, and they were talking, like, if, you know, because their kids are gamers. And they're like, if they come to the point where they're like, I want to do this as a career, that's a viable avenue, but I feel like it's not acceptable in, in society yet. But it's just one of those things where, like, if you understand it, you can move through it. Mm-hmm. Just a slight break happening right there, guys. Nothing to worry about. But I get what you're saying, Jason. What was funny is, like, I don't think I ever told this one. Uh, a few years ago, I was doing my taxes. And, like, the lady was like, yeah, so you still play games? I'm like, yeah, I enjoy them. Like, that's because, like, you could tell by my email address, like, if you... Like, you can tell, oh, yeah, you're a gamer. I'm like, yeah, I love them and enjoy them. Still playing it. We got a lot of good big games coming out this year. I think it was 2018 when that happened. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, cool. Um, you can play these games. Uh, like, God of War was coming. <laughs> Everything was yeah. all set. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to use my tax money to go ahead and pay these games off. You don't have to worry about it. And she looked at me and said, like, don't you think it's time to stop playing them? I was like, what? What do you mean? She's like, I mean, you know, do something more important. Like, you get a job and stuff. I'm like, I am working. I do everything normal. Like, just because, like, no, I would not stop. But, like, that's my hobby. I enjoy doing it. It was just weird that I looked at, I don't look at stuff. It was like one of those times, like, where someone said, like, don't you think it's time to stop? I'm like, well, if I'm doing it and I know what I want to do with this type of stuff, I know I'm doing the right thing mm-hmm. because it's like, it's weird for like someone that I'm not going to see for like another year or maybe two or maybe never to sit there and have this conversation with me about why you should stop playing games mm-hmm. when they don't know anything about them whatsoever mm-hmm. in this conversation. It's just like, I can, I can see that mindset, but like seeing like doing reviews and like even having my mom like look at the review, like, Hey, could you look at it? You see what you think? She's like, you did good. Like, and she doesn't like games at all. She said, like, she would only way she would play is if it was, like, VR. She yeah. said she would rather be in it to do it. And it's just cool, like, 
she doesn't know everything about it, but she's willing to support. And it's like, some people don't get that. You know, it's just like, oh, blah. Like, or if you're in a relationship, oh, you play games or that. It's just weird. <laughs> but like I said, it's, and it's, it's, like I it's like any other media. Yeah. You know, it's just, it has that stigma with, with people that are older than us. Like the generation that came before us, our yeah. parents. It's a, it, it's a stigma of that gaming isn't entertainment in the same way that TV or Netflix or sports or whatever is entertainment. Mm-hmm. And it's just, there's, there's that stigma, but I feel like with our generation getting older, it's going away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like just like everyone says like it's just escapism like you don't know what happened during your day of work you might have had the crappiest day of yeah. your life and like you come home and turn on that game and it just gets you away for a second yeah it's it, it's, it's escapism and then, yeah. then that's a great that, that's a great way to put it and that's that's what that's all that's all games are is 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 a way to is escape yeah but it's the same with like I said it's the same with anything else mm-hmm. and that's the that's the argument that I always make is it is no different. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that I'm actually doing something. Yeah. You know, I'm moving a character using my brain. You're watching baseball. Yeah. And baseball is only enjoyable while you're there watching it. Not even, on TV. Even then it's boring. <laughs> I've, been to so, I've, been to, I've been to several Brewers games when I lived in Wisconsin. Oh. I was, because my, my aunt and uncle had season tickets. And or, and every time that, that somebody couldn't go, they'd send the invite to me. Which is fine. You know, me, it's entertaining. I get to go, I get to hang out with the family. Get a you know, hot stuff. dogs. The amount of time that I spent watching the game, maybe fifteen percent. Other than that, I'd be up walking around, shooting the shit with people. Really? Yeah. <laughs> or like I go, I, I went, I went to Fridays out in left field because it's like a Friday, so like it's like right in left field. I get like a seat up front and eat a burger and milkshake and watch the damn game from there. But I never really gave a shit. Yeah. It, was just, it, was, it was just the experience of walking around talking to people and just you know watching the game on occasion. Yeah, baseball to me is like NASCAR. It's only fun with the crashes. So yeah. like you just you just gotta watch. You're just watching for the highlights. You're yeah, not, you're like, not watching for the whole damn time. It's yeah, like, I think I was there for a couple years ago. I went to a Cardinals game. It was like, oh, they make some spectacular play. The game was on point. It was really close. It was just cool seeing those plays in the top ten. I'm like, oh, I was at that game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and that's fun to see. But it's just like of the like. What it feels like 17 hours of a baseball game, only like 20 minutes of it are worth a shit to watch. Yeah. It, it, like I said, to me, it's the same as watching like NASCAR. My, my, my stepfather's a big NASCAR fan. Yeah. You know, and uh, I'm not sure so much anymore. He doesn't really buy it up, but he used to be. And they used to watch races. Even my mom used to. And it was just, I'd sit there and just go, okay, <laughs> a bunch of cars turning left. That's it. <laughs> Nothing right. else. And it's just. What's going to happen now? Is this, is this like Mario Kart? Is someone going to throw a blue shell? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if they made like a real Mario Kart game? They did. <laughs> did they? Yes. There is a there is a go-kart version of Mario Kart. I can't remember where it is. I think it's somewhere <laughs> in Europe. But it's it, they actually have like stuff where like, they'll have like posts that are set up where you can grab like banana peels and shit. <laughs> they're actually pretty cool because they use like they're, they're electric go-karts and like the banana peel one if, if like somebody runs over it it like sh- it like disables their, their cart for like a few seconds <laughs> and then it turns back on they can go again so like, it's just, it's, it looks pretty cool but no like it's just it's just like watching NASCAR I'm just like so what's the point like this is boring as fuck <laughs> I, I've tried but I just I just don't care <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, yeah, no more baseball for me, and you know the reason why. Uh, yes, gonna, I do. And we're going to keep it that way. Yep. <laughs> it, it's, 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 like I said, it, you, you, your opinion of baseball is a very similar reason why I don't really follow football. Yeah. You know, I, used to follow, I used to follow football so hard, like, like especially college. 
there was a time in my life where as for where for the Wisconsin Badgers, I can tell you every every player on the team, every player, every player on the bench, every play I can tell you their majors. You were there with Russell Wilson was there. Like I was deep in, in, in a Badgers basketball or Badgers uh, football for a while and basketball actually. For because uh, you know, who who doesn't who doesn't fall in, in the NCAA yeah. bracket. Yeah. But like now I think I think after I turned like I don't know, twenty one, twenty two, I just again I just stopped giving a shit. Yeah. And, and even with the football right now, they're like, we, we're not a sports podcast at all, but the way things are shaping out to be, they want the players to play 17 games now instead of 16. Yeah. And, like, that's just, no. <laughs> they want to expand the playoffs, too, like, effective immediately. I'm like, no, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those that's just kind of bound to happen because more, more people are going to want to buy franchises. Yeah, but and, and more, more people are going to build because I mean it used to be what was it fifteen years ago, sixteen years ago, where there only used to be twelve games in a regular season. Yeah, and they added more teams. Yeah, and so they had to expand it. So I, I mean, I can see why they're doing it, and I can, I can see that you know, I can see why they shouldn't. But I feel like they're just going to do it anyway. Well, the thing is though, like if you're going to get seventeen games and you're going to require, you're going to shorten the the preseason, but just a one game, and then you're going to. Uh, pretty much say that they had to sit out like one game, like all your starters had to sit out one game. You know, like, then what's the point in seventeen games? Yeah, that's a, that's a bad. <laughs> if they were just expanding the games, yeah, that would be fine. But adding in that clause is dumb. Yeah, like I, I don't know all the, uh, I don't know everything about that, but like from the way it sounds, is like okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, like I said, I'll watch football if it's on, but. I don't know. I think one of the bigger ones that got me is the fact that I work third shift, and it's Sunday. It's Sunday night through Thursday night, so like the times that I have time to actually sit down and watch a football game are like if it's a playoff game on a Saturday. Yeah, that's I it. Have time to watch a game, but like I don't. I like I said, I work Sunday nights, so I'm sleeping in the afternoon on Sundays, so I can't watch Sunday games. I can't watch Monday games because I have to. I have to be sleeping for work. You know, I can't do anything. I can't watch any Thursday Thursday night football. So, like, I've lost all time to watch football, which is just kind of taking me out of it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but, no, um, that, well, like, MLB The Show is coming out. I used to be a big MLB fan, but I just can't support it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I used to play, my thing is I used to play Madden games. Yeah. I used to play them up, up through, I think it was, uh, whatever one had Marshall Falk on the cover. Okay, yeah. Oh, gosh. Is that 2005? I was going to say six, but you might be right. But I, was th- I think that was the last one that I actually like played played because I was on the GameCube. Okay. And uh, that was the last one that I actually played. And then I just kind of fell off of, fell off a of plane. I mean, now I look at it and it's just like, I look, I look at like the one that came out last year. I'm like, it's, it's, it's the same fucking game. Yeah, the more you think about it, it's like, yeah, this is just the same. Madden has changed a lot, though. Yeah, they, they add in a bunch of stuff. Like, every year has its own... Like gimmick, mm-hmm. <laughs> like its own new mode or its own new stuff. Which and I get it because it's football. It's a football game, so you're basing it around football. So there's not much you can do outside of that because it's football. Besides, other yeah. anim- animatics what they did during the year and just add it to the next game. Yeah, so it's like you can't like change the rules for the for the video game and make it more interesting. Yeah. Add in extra shit because it's you're just playing football. So you have to figure out what you can build around it. So those games kind of lend themselves to being cookie cutter because they're following a sport. What What's crazy <clears throat> is that 
FIFA though, like playing FIFA, I was just like, I just want to play soccer, like see what it's like. And because of playing that FIFA in general, it made me love soccer, like even more. Really? Yeah. Like, because I didn't follow soccer. So, like, playing those teams and, like, getting accustomed to like, who they are made me love soccer so much. I'm like, I'm into soccer now. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I think I've watched the World Cup, like, twice. Oh. That's my entire foray into the world of soccer. Oh, oh bro. Like, I'm just, it's, it's a big deal. I'm just, I'm like, this sucks. Like, <laughs> like no, this sucks is really good. And, the like, game can end 0-0. Well, tie. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> Games don't tie. <laughs> those do. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's just one of those things where it's like, eh. Well, you would want the win, though, for uh, point systems. And it's just, I am looking at the table right now because I normally do it around this time. Let's see if my teams, ooh, Liverpool is winning. They have 70, 79 points. And then Manchester United, not United, City, which is my favorite team. In the English Premier League, has fifty-seven, so it's like oh whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. Well, I mean, granted, every every sport is kind of, is kind of that way though. Like, not every sport is 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 go 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 from the from the beginning to the end. Yeah. You know, except my favorite sport, which is rugby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's one that I watch all fucking day. <laughs> like like same way you you have you know the soccer app. I have a rugby app on my phone to keep up with all my teams. <laughs> But that's a sport that I will watch constantly because there's no downside in a rugby game. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but that's it's it's not like it's not like like we my baseball earlier. It's, it's not like it's like twenty minutes of you know good content and three and a half hours of what of, of just ear splitting boredom. <laughs> All this to say, if you love video, your video games to be sports based, play them. They even have a rugby one. Yes, they do. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. I saw this and I was like, I texted Jen. I didn't text you because I figured you were sleeping. Your new dark picture game. How did you feel about that? Kind of the summer, right? Yeah, the summer. How yeah. do you feel? <laughs> you I'm ready, ready for it. <laughs> you know, I, got, I got everything ready. I, I think Jeannie and I are going to play through it. Yeah. So that's going to be entertaining as hell. I got to play with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to like play Men of Madonna too because I still haven't played it. I have it, just not played it. It's, right there. it's on the PS4 behind you. <laughs> Whatever you're free, I would definitely play it with y'all. Yeah, we should do that. We should get we should get all four of us. Yeah, because I know we, we could make that. We could make that. Uh, uh, one of my afternoon streams on Monday or Wednesday. Uh-huh. Get all four of us together and play that game. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, like theater. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like because there's I think there's is there four or there's five people you can control in Man of Medan. It's ten, isn't it? No, it's not that many. Oh, is it five then? I think it's 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 either four or five. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's five. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, five. <laughs> okay, it's five characters that that you can control, and I feel like I feel like that'd be fun. But I feel like uh, I feel like what I, what I would like to do is figure out when the actual release date for for the new anthology is, and then do it like the day before. Yeah, do it back to back or something, and like then like that. the next dude, and then the next day. Play the next one. Yeah. Back to back them. I feel like that would be the way to do that. Yeah. Because that would be really fun. <laughs> yeah. I keep on hearing a lot of good stuff about it. I just haven't played it. They're fun. Like I said, it's just, it's, because it's an anthology series, there's a lot less um, work and time that goes into it compared to like Until Dawn. So Until Dawn is a 10 hour game. Whereas Man of Dan is like four. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely can't wait. As I saw that, it was like, I know they're going to be excited when they see this. Hell yeah. 
I, like I seriously put that on there like just for you. I'm like, oh wow. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. That that's gonna be fun. <laughs> well, like that studio just good at releasing games like that though. Yeah. It just makes me wonder if Quantic Dreams has a game coming out soon. Then. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are Detroit. Did you play yeah. Detroit? Yep. Detroit becoming human. Uh, did what did you think? I liked it. That's that's one of those games like. Like I was talking about earlier, that's that's just a narrative driven, not so much like yeah. action oriented. That I just really enjoy, you know. It's but it's one of those ones where like, and that one has a lot of a lot of uh, philosophical elements to it too, because mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a lot of like like you know depending on how you play it, it's you know would something that that has would an AI that achieves sentience basically be on the same same ethical level as a human? Yeah. So there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it. And there's a lot of like. There's a lot of choice, there's a lot of discussion, there's a lot of philosophy that goes into that game, and that, to me, is one of the most enjoying factors of a video game, mm. is, does it make me think? It's like, it's like, you know, like I talked about earlier, earlier with Final Fantasy X, I think, I think it was last week, the week before, Yeah, was, you know, like the, the religious aspect of, of, you know, do you need to believe in Yevon to be a good person, or to do the right thing with defeating sin? You know, so, because that breakaway of, from, from dogma, and that whole... A whole conversation that, that goes into that is a topic that I enjoy. So that 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 is a is a massive entertainment value that I like to listen to. So and something like like in Detroit Become Human, where you're dealing with that ethical question of is an android actually yeah. a person if it's sentient? Is it treated the same respect as a human, or is it not because it is robotic? It is, it is a false consciousness, but it's still a true consciousness. Yeah, it still believes and knows that it exists. So now it's real. So there's 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 all that depth that goes into it. That's uh, surface on the surface, most people that play the game probably don't think about it. Yeah, but I play games looking for that kind of stuff. That's you like you look for all the meat, <laughs> juicy stuff behind. Yeah, it. I, I look for the meanings behind things, <laughs> why things are done this way, why this discussion is happening, the depth of something because yeah. that to me is what gives true enjoyment in a video game. Yeah, because I like that depth of storytelling, that depth of of content. Most people just play a game like Final Fantasy X and just play through, enjoy what happened. You know, oh, it's cool. I look for the meaning behind things because that's what I like. The influences. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What influenced the thought process? What goes into it? And because it, it, I'm the same way with, with music. You know, we're talking like I think of I think the the um, well you'd asked me earlier in the in the thing you know someone who influenced me. Yes. Well, we can get to that right now actually. Yeah. Oh, it's like so. Who like it's Black History Month, so there's got to be someone a black influence it has to. So who was yours? You can have a few if you needed to. I forgot to say that. Uh, mine actually, and, and this is because this, this may you know sound surprising, but to me it was Easy E and NWA. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like 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 MC MC Ren, DJ Yella, like that whole that whole set, Dre, Ice Cube, because that was my introduction to music that was more than just music. Okay. Because sent because before that you know like like you know when I was a kid I listened to a lot of like seventies and eighties rock music because that's what my parents listened to. And that music was fun, jaunty, you know, rock music. But there was no content. There wasn't a there wasn't a story. There wasn't something being told or an experience being shared. You know, a lot of that music is just, you know, entertainment. But that was my first foray into actual lyrical content that meant something. Okay. And that, that shaped not only my my going towards for like books that I like to read. Because now because like, you know, did I read a lot of like you know, Harry Potter and things like that when I was a kid? Sure. You know, but who didn't as they were when they were yeah. kids? But 
I looked, I actively avoided things like nonfiction to look for more things, or like fiction to avoid fiction to look for nonfiction. Okay. So like, I would look for nonfiction books that told a story, that told a narrative, that told something, because the the music that I heard from them was the only music at the time that I knew of that I listened to, you know, more so that told a story that had, you know, like, like th- that was rooted in Compton, that was rooted in their life experiences, telling right. what they did, how to get through the struggles that they made or things they saw, like the song Dope Man. Great song. Yeah. But also explain that, you know what, this is the, the reality that we lived where people made a living and lived their life by selling drugs because they had no other option. You know, so like, it was more of those things of them explaining those stories through their lyrics that made me look for that stuff going forward. Good stuff. So that was a big influence on me. <laughs> wow. I didn't, like, I guess for me, it would have to be Someone, like you can say Malcolm, you can say Martin, like respectfully, those two have played such a huge influence, just not over me, but everyone in general. Yeah. But I would just say people like, because I was an English lit major, and like, I did have an African American class in there, and I just say people like Langston Hughes. Mm-hmm. Like, just the overall idea of poetry and like, being part of the Harlem Renaissance, and like, like, we talk about, like, we don't ever get political in here, but we talk about how the idea of getting rid of Black History Month, like, what does that really mean? Some people say, like, well, it could stop racism if we just put black influencers throughout classes, but, and then by the time you get to the Civil Rights Movement, you know what it means, but it's just that idea of representation that's still there, too, like... We need that. So, it's like, you say Langston Hughes. Uh, no, I said, you say NWA for hip-hop reasons and get and understand, like, I don't know if you've listened to Oliver Royce's album yet. I have, did I have, you? Yeah, did you? I love, love it. <laughs> I've, I've looped that thing probably seven, eight times. <laughs> yeah, like, that track with perspective, like, with Eminem, like, the idea of, like, hip-hop is the only thing to, like, get every, like, every ethnicity or every group into, like, loving and appreciate together yeah and i was like that's an interesting take i didn't think of it like that because like you like people that like hip-hop but you didn't think like that could be the one music and like then more i thought about it, like yeah rock and roll and then you hear about all that but still like hip-hop in general yeah so like you say that i say jay let's say jay-z because like that got me into hip-hop and it's like, Hope. yeah, Hope. some people say they don't know who, what that meant. Like, Hope. I've never, yeah, like, not? like, yeah, Caitlin, she's like, I've never heard anyone say Hove. I'm like, I've heard a lot of people say Hove. I, I, I said it just about every day. <laughs> like, Hove. It's just like, seeing what he came through, like, to selling crack, to, like, not doing that anymore, to be one of his biggest inter- entrepreneurs now, black entrepreneurs at that, too. It's just like, how do you do that? <laughs> and one of the and one of the biggest influencers of hip hop. Yeah, and like we're just like and we were talking about black video game characters and like how that representation is coming and like females are coming too. Mm-hmm. Even in Marvel, first transgender, like it's like a lot to digest, but it's amazing. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting once it because now. There's no way to explain this without coming across weird. So I want you to I want you to just, just stay with me until the end of the end. Of the <laughs> I like the fact that people are getting more representation. Okay. You know, that we're getting transgender, that we're getting female female leads, that we're getting African American leads, that we're getting more ethnic leads and things. 
I am more looking forward to the point where that no longer matters. Yeah, understandable. So mm-hmm. when it gets to the point where like you can see a woman as a protagonist, like like no one is pointing out the fact that Laura Croft is a female. Yeah. Like I can't wait until that becomes it. We're we're it's no longer like oh they made a transgender person the 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 lead in this game. Yeah. It's just like oh no this is now a game. Oh well the lead's transgender. Okay who cares this is the game now. Yeah. Like I can't wait to the to the point where it's become it, it becomes so much of a of a normative to basically have that level of inclusion that nobody questions it anymore. No one feels they have to point it out. Yeah. So like that's 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 the era that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Where you can do things like that and then everyone's just like okay. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, these are like the architects that we were talking about, too. It's like, whoa, these are the ones that jump-started ideas. Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, James Baldwin, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, as an mm-hmm. author, like, the fact that he was black and he was gay and he had yeah. AIDS. And he said, I hit the jackpot. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, to hit that, like, just like, all that was going on, it's like, he was an author and, like, wrote everything for a generation to come. It's like, he really didn't care. Like, Yeah, he didn't care. Like, and that's, and like I said, that's one of the things where like, you know, I, I hate, and like, like I said, I hate the fact that people feel like they have to bring shit up like that. Yeah. Because I don't feel like, I feel like we should be at a point where we don't have to do that. Yeah. We don't have to bring attention to those things. Yeah. It's just, it happened and it's cool. Yeah. It's just like, I think, I have to admit, like when Horizon Zero Dawn came out, I was like, I don't like really care about a female protagonist at this point. I just... I think it was because Zelda was right there too and I just really didn't care. But it was like, I went back and played it and was like, she's really good. No, yeah, you're like, Aloy is really good. Like, yeah. like everything that I did in that game was like, okay, she's definitely up there. And then like, not even spoiler because it's been out for five, six plus years. The last of us to play as Ellie for that short amount of time was awesome and yeah. different. And like, I wasn't expecting it the entire time. Just to be able to do that and like, of course we love Laura Croft. We love her to death. Yeah. So it's like, when does that stop? When do we stop questioning? I guess more education. Yeah, it, it's it's once it becomes because <laughs> right now we're we're in the we're in the thralls of a, of a social movement. You know, it's nowhere near the. It's it, and <laughs> again, it, it's nowhere near the the hard radical change that came along with like the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Where now it's not so much. It's it's not funny that same level of, of equality that was that was necessary back then because of like segregation and, and things like that, like the Jim Crow laws, things like that. That was a very radical position to want to want to change all of that. Now it's just a matter of leveling it out. Yeah. So I feel I feel like it's, I feel like we have we still have a battle ahead of us. It's just not nearly <laughs> yeah. as as you know hard of a fight. Yeah, and this is so cool. Now now we're, now we're dealing with bigotry. We're not dealing with with law. Yeah. <laughs> And it's so cool, black man to white man. It's, it's all gonna have this conversation. Yeah. Generally, I've been enjoying it. Yeah, it, it <laughs> like it's, it's like cool. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like equal. Like no, like we're coming from the same point. Like yeah. look, <laughs> and, like, and like I said, you know, like this is Barry, you're, you're a good friend of me. Yeah, I'm not. You know, and and I've grown up in you know every situation. So yeah, it's I like I don't any, like I don't have no time for that nonsense. Yeah, I, don't have time, I don't have time to be racist or sexist or misogynistic. I don't have yeah. time for that crap. Yeah, and it's just like I don't like to say like I guess cuz our culture as in gaming allows us to not be that way. Yeah. Cuz we're able to like oh you play like Pokémon is the big like bond like color breaking type 
thing. Like, we're like, oh, you have that Pokemon? Well, do you care to trade? I'll give it right back. That- yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Pokemon's a big one. Anything, anything that kind of gets that kind of gives that whole interaction between people. Mm-hmm. You know, is is what's going to draw a lot of people, a lot of people together. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a lot, like uh, uh, one of the ones that got me into gaming with uh, uh, a black friend of mine in, uh, that I had in Wisconsin was Halo. Really? You know, because I was just bullshitting, and uh, <laughs> at uh, I was I was at my dad's house, and I was just walking around uh, the area, just shooting the shit with a buddy of mine. And this dude was like, "You play Halo?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then we started talking about it, and then also we started playing together. Yeah. And so it was just one. Of, it's just one of those things where like gaming just breaks that. It just breaks the boundary. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a and, and like I said, there's a lot of games now where like you know Horizon Zero Dawn got a lot of got some flack before it came out because it's a female lead, mm-hmm. and you know people are just like I won't play that's a female lead, you know yada yada yada. And it's like okay, well you can still enjoy a game. Yeah. Like and, and uh, even Persona Five came under some flack. Really? Yeah. For because, what? Um, they had a scene that now they've taken out of the game, but had like like. Hardcore gay stereotypes. Oh, the homophobia! Yeah. I forgot to mention that they are actually localizing that to take it out. Yeah. Okay. And and it, so it's one of those things that, that they took out, and they, you know they hope it's okay. But again, that's one of those things where it's 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 silencing a media, and I don't know that I agree with it. You know, do I agree that yes, it's probably over the top and a bit offensive to 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 a, a section of people? Yes. But it's one of those things where eh, now you're starting the slippery slope. Yeah, I guess with the whole, I'm glad that Square, not even spoiler, it's been tra- trailerized, trailerized, whatever that means. Um, just the fact that they did put in like the cross dressing thing, like that's in there, like it's cool. Like yeah. I was hoping that they left that in there. So do I. But like before it got announced and the way that things were going, like just in general, like media and things, like social presence and like cancel culture, it was like I know that scene. Like I wonder if they're gonna put it in there. Yeah, because the the scene back the scene back then was was made as it was made to be funny. Yeah, and then yeah, it, and like still it's just like okay it's, cool and it's still funny. Yeah, but because there is a way to go about things where you know because I, I I've always said everything is everything is it has the ability to be made a joke of as long as the joke is funny. Yeah, like I don't believe any topic is is, is off topic for jokes. Yeah, it is, it, because if as long as it's funny, as long as you can take it to a place that's funny. Then that's fine. Yeah, because I, I watched screen. I saw screenshots of the of the scene that that they cut from Persona Five. Is it over the top? Yeah, but is it like offensive? I don't think so. Yeah, that's you. And it's like I don't see. Yeah, it I, I don't see where it's offensive. Do I? Do I see where it's over the top and and it's so over the top that it's comical? Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> even if you even if you are like like like, like you know even if you are gay it, like. This is so over the top. Even you have to find it funny. Yeah. Because it's so far past anything that would exist in like a true reality. Speaking of which, I did start up Persona like last weekend. I was like, all right, I'm ready to play it. And then when I started up and started playing, I'm like, I turned it off. I'm like, there's no point in playing this until Toro comes, comes out. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, you know, that that's one of those those things that those things that goes along with cancel culture. Yeah. But like, I, I feel I feel like now we're we're hitting the growing pains. Uh, yeah. We're, we're trying now to figure out. What's too far? What's not far enough? Accurate representation. So now it's it, it's like I said before. We're nowhere near the struggle that existed back in the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. But now we're just trying to level it out. Yeah. Now we're te- we're trying to see. Okay, let's get it. Let's let's just hammer this out and get it all figured out. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's kind of where we're at. It's like what's too far? What's not far enough? What's what's accurate representation? What's not? So now once we get it figured out, 
I feel like five, six years from now, it'll all yeah. blow over and you can make whatever you want. Yeah, because like I said, like with the Sonic movie, it was just like the whole representation of like, he was a white man with a black woman like, yeah. as a wife. I was like, this movie's a 10 out of 10 to me, regardless of what happens, because it's like, I see what they're doing and it's awesome. And like that representation's there. And like, I saw, like, just being I, honest. I get, the, I get the 10 out of 10 for representation, but that, that wouldn't like sell a movie for me. It wouldn't sell a movie like, for me. It's still bad around. It's yeah. still a bad movie. Okay. Like something like Sonic though, but it was an overall a great experience. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but like for it to be in there, I'm like, oh, cool. And um, overall, like I'm on record saying like I prefer interracial relationships over just normal. Just me. You know, just like I just like seeing that like yeah. dynamic and like so, working people. That's yeah. just me in general. But like if I if there's a cute black lady, don't think I'm not gonna date her. Just that's say it. You know, like, think. To, to me, I, I, it's, <laughs> it's not so much that you know, like for it's, I don't have that really that opinion on any racial thing. Because to me, I don't give a shit. Date, yeah, date regardless, anyone. it's date like you want. I don't care. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, and, and like I have a, I have a very. A very lackluster philosophy behind behind yeah. my, my thing is just, it co- mine comes from a lot a lot of laziness and apathy. Is, yeah. Does it affect me? No, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I think it's because like I take like Martin Luther King's "I Have a Dream" speech and try to live it out in some sort of way. Sure, and that's why I really appreciate and love that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like oh, and, and that you know, and like I said, that's that's a fair point. To have. <laughs> I'm not going to deny you that argument. Yeah, but it's just to me, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, don't care. Date, do what like have fun, guys. Like. Yeah. Like, we're only here for, for a short amount of time. Yeah. We don't have time for nonsense whatsoever. <laughs> there's a great uh, there's a great comedian has a, has a great line about marriage. Just marriage in general. And he goes, he, he, he goes, you got to figure it out, people. Fight when you can. <laughs> Fuck when you can. Fight when you have to. And ride it out. So like, just find someone that you can get along with. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Yeah. That sounds like Chris Rock. I think it was uh, Adam Ferrara. <laughs> okay. Because that sounds like it's Chris a, Rock. Italian comic. That, sounds like that, does sound, that does sound, sound like a Chris Rock bit. So, um... And I don't like his stand-up that much. You don't like Chris Rock's stand-up? Oh, uh, like What? Some, don't get me wrong. Not all of it is not all of it. Some of it is good. Like, he's got good sections, but, like, I can't watch a full special and laugh all the time. Oh, wow. I can laugh the entire way. Oh, like, there's some that's just like, alright, that was funny. <laughs> but, like, 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 don't get me wrong. There's a lot of it that I can, but, like, I step back if you want to talk about just black history. You want to talk about, like, black comics. Yeah. Like, Chris Rock is funny. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I can't get through all of his stand-up and, not, and, you know, the whole time. I get about, about 30, 40% of it, I'll, I'll laugh my ass off. But, like, you ever listen to, like, Red Fox? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> the guy from Sanford and Son? Okay, yeah. Look at look up anything he did. Richard Pryor? Okay, yeah. Look up any of his old stand-up. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> What about Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey's funny. It's just crazy. Like, we should talk about influences. Just Steve Harvey in general. Like, how he went from, like, I don't know if he's seen his story. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't, like, butcher his story, but he said, like, it was just that moment, like, where he felt like he wasn't going to be able to do anything. And he's like, God, if he really want me to do it, then I'll do it. And, like, he had no money. He had a phone call. He said, like, yo, if you can get to New York there's a something like the Apollo you know, like we have a last spot for you he said he had no money and by the end of like a day he had $300 to get on that plane to go to the airplane mm-hmm. and they said well he said I have no place to go and he said well uh, you can stay here until it's time he said he started getting hungry about like four or five hours later he's like hey can I go I just want to get some chicken something like that he said well if you're not back in about 20 minutes you're not going to be able to perform 
he got that chicken and came back. He said everyone started coming up, like Jamie Foxx and like everybody. And he said every got everyone got booed off the stage besides him. Mm-hmm. And after that, he became the longest running comedian to host at the Apollo. Yeah, it's just crazy that for him. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, yeah, it's like wow. Now you think of that, and you think of Steve Harvey still going and still being inspirational and just saying like all these different tips. It's just like it's crazy what can be. Seeing like even for like this podcast, like like so we have this vision that's still being played out and we don't know where it's at and it's yeah. like like you see like we know where we want to go but it's just the in between steps that happen. And people don't realize that all the time. Like, yeah, it's 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 the building the struggle to get to get yeah. places. Yeah. And like I said, and, and that that was one of the things that kinda of, kinda of drew me to you know, like like just my, my, my overall influences, you know, yeah. people that people that built themselves up like that. Yeah. And even the games we played, because, like, when you go back and listen to Corey Barlow, like, in that documentary, it's like, good gosh, he went through some... It sounded like he went through, like, some kind of change when he had his son. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. Not a dad or anything like that, but just, like, wow. Yeah, there's a... Yeah, that, that that's a big switch. <laughs> it is. You go from God of War being sexual and killing to, like, yeah, I don't really feel like doing that, but I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, we had two... More topics. How do you feel about dreams right now? Because we know dreams is a big thing, but apparently it seems to be overflood with, with remakes instead of original content. I think right now people are experimenting with what they know. Yeah. So I feel like once people have understood how to make, because like remakes are easy because it's a content that already exists, you're just making it in dreams. Mm-hmm. So I feel like once people get the hang of it, I feel like I feel like I feel like the right now because it's so many so many remakes, it's almost people playing it like a tutorial. Yeah. So because it's they already know what they want to get to. It's just the adventure to get there, like we're talking about earlier. Yeah. So it's just they already know what to do because it already exists. So they're just testing it to remake it. I feel like after we get through this first wave of people figuring out the game, it'll get to original content. Okay, I think it's more of like a algorithm thing that's in dreams too because it has like the most played and things like that so yeah I guess but I, I, I just feel like with, with the amount of time that people want to put into these things they want something that they know is already going to be good they already have like a Ghost of Tsushima trailer up in there yeah like someone remade the trailer like guys what are you doing yeah but it's it's but like I was saying it's, it's that whole thing where I feel like that person now that, now that they know how to do that We'll go on to make to make better things. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, start with this and then build off of it. Yeah, can't wait for Ghost of Tsushima though. That game looks really fun. I don't know. Do you think it's gonna play like a Souls game or no? I, from what I saw in the gameplay trailer, I feel like it, I feel like it might play something like Souls esque. Mm-hmm. I feel like it may play more like Bloodborne. Oh my gosh! Why don't we just get Bloodborne too? Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, like I still want to play something hard, but it's like. I only have a week left. <laughs> yep. Oh, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Eleven days to worry. Uh, worry. You should really play it though, for real. I should. <laughs> I should. It's there. Like you have the game pass. I know. I know. I just got, just got to unplay it. It's just with the stream right now. I've got, I got four days of content already made, and I just I need to find out more time. I need to find more time. Once I once I beat Final Fantasy Ten on my Monday Wednesday stream, I'll probably have a lot more time to do more. How do you feel about your spring right now? I like it. Do you? You know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, just looking to build a 
more of an audience. Yeah. I feel like you are. Yeah, I mean, I'm not doing too bad, you know. I'm averaging a couple, you know, a couple, three, four viewers a, a stream. So, mm-hmm. I also feel like I don't plug myself enough. You do, though. Ready, set, QQ, Twitch. <laughs> you can tell them about the podcast, too. I, don't yeah, know. I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. I, I, was, I, was, I was saying on Friday that, I, that I'll be on the podcast on Saturdays, and it's always out on Mondays on Spotify and stuff. Yeah. I hope people like that it's out on Mondays, too, because, like, it just makes sense, like, right before work. Yeah. It's, 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 it's an early week thing. It's fun. Yeah. So, it's like... like you're If you don't, leave a comment. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's like... I just, like... Patience is a virtue. Everyone says that patience is a virtue. It's like, okay, cool. But it's like, some people just don't see those bad times right before. Maybe one day you're like, uh, I really don't feel like doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really, I don't, I don't know. I have a weird, I don't, I don't, I don't really believe that patience is a virtue. Oh, uh, really? No. Because <laughs> yeah, if you're too, if you're too patient, you become apathetic. Yeah, this is true. Because <laughs> like, I, I, I like to grind it out. Like, you know, I'm, I said I, I like doing I like doing the podcast with you on Saturdays, but I'm also probably still going to stream tonight. Oh, you streaming tonight? Uh, I'll, I'll probably stream a little later. Yeah. Okay. But I'm also going to try to start streaming on Sundays. But so I want to get as much content out as much as much stuff as I can. But I feel like if I'm just patient and just passively waiting to get more people to, to watch, it's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, I like people in chat telling me like, "Hey, why don't you play this game? Why don't you try this? You know, why don't you play this game?" Because I actually accept that as, as criticism. Like, you know, like, like, am I playing a game that you want to see? No? Cool. I can stop it right now and play something else. You know, but I need more viewers to make that happen. So I want to make a, I want to make a stream that's, that's, that's entertaining to be, to be around and entertaining to watch. Yeah. Also, Twitch is weird in a sense, like, it's always people that love watching other people play. And compared to, like, playing it yourself, I don't know. It's kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like... Some of these people don't play the game because they can watch vicariously through you. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, because I have a friend that he says he's watched several Let's Plays, but he's never played the game whatsoever. Yeah, like, I do that a lot. I do that for games that, like, because uh, I've, I've made it known on this podcast, I'm a huge fan of Achievement Hunter. Oh, yeah. And I've watched, I, like, I'll watch Achievement Hunter play a game that looks fun, but that I'm probably never going to buy. Yeah. But I get to watch them play and experience what they're doing. You know, and because uh, Jeff Ramsey, the guy who started Rooster Teeth, uh, well, one of the guys who started Rooster Teeth, was uh, had a, a quote that gave that was very uh, inspirational to me. Is when he was talking about building up the Let's Play channel, he said it's sixty percent the people, forty percent the game. Because the amount of times that I've watched a Let's Play and go, this game's not great, but the interaction between the people and the conversation that's happening is what makes me continue to watch the video. Mm-hmm. So like, even if the game sucks, if the people in it are, in it are enjoying themselves, that's really all that matters. Yeah. Like like even in my uh, my chat on Twitch, you know when I'm streaming, I like talking to people. So if you listen to the podcast, even if you don't like what I'm playing, if you don't, you know just pop in, say hi. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like doesn't bother me at all. Pop in, say hi, shoot the shit, bring it up, bring stuff up in the podcast, just talk about whatever. Yeah, for I real. I don't mind. Yeah. I really don't. I, I like people watching, <laughs> but if you just want to come in and say hi. Go ahead and do that too. For real, race at QQ. Yeah, he's all about it. For real, yeah. like ready, ready, set, QQ on Twitch. Like you got some stuff on there that I was just like, uh, I don't know if I remember grabbing that. Yeah. When I played it. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's the thing is I'm also a completionist. So like, if you're looking for something that's just like random, that you're just like, I wonder, I wonder where that item is. Hey, I'll find it. <laughs> but like, it's a thing. Like, like you know, if because uh, what I want to do actually one of the biggest things if I start to get like a like a community of like. 
you know, 15, 20 people that, that mm-hmm. continuously watch me play, there's a, a there's a thing called Jackbox. Okay. Have you ever heard of the Jackbox Party Pack? No, I haven't. Oh, yeah, I have. It's yeah. got so many, like, trivia games and stuff, but you can do a community play. So you can be like, hey, this is the room. I got eight people in the chat. I've got eight open slots. Hop in. Let's all play. Let's all play together. Yeah. You know, and then and then you're playing a trivia game with the people in the stream, and it's all people are talking to each other, and it's all a freaking blast. Yeah, I think Monster Hunter they do that too. It's like, yo, just hear the session, jump in. Yeah. Like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah very similar to that. But like, yeah. I want that level of, of people that come in and watch and have fun, and like, I want that level of interaction with people with people that want to play or that want to watch me play or, or do all that because I want to build this to something that I can be proud of. For real, for real. Yeah. I, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. To see you be on here talking about it. You see it. Yeah, I, I get pumped up every every time because I, I, I love what I do. Yeah, for you real. Know? And it, it's like, unfortunately, you know, like when I play Final Fantasy, without someone to talk to in the chat, I don't really have anything to say because I'm just playing the game. So, but like uh, Seven Days at I on Tuesdays and Thursdays is huge because it's three of us, three, four, five of us playing at a time. There's conversations happening. There's things going on. We're always doing stuff. So that, that's really interactive, and I like talking about I'm doing that. But, like, Mondays and Wednesdays, I'll play whatever. So, you know, if people pop in, and if enough people say, like, hey, this game looks good, why don't you try that? Perfect. I'm in. Let's do yeah, it. Let's do it for real. Yeah, let's do it. You know, and because, and I, I, like I said, I want that level of a, of a community to just to have fun with. For real, for real. I enjoy it. We've been talking about, oh, gosh, I don't know if that was a good segue. Oh, well. <laughs> we, Screw it. Moving on. We, you've said several times how, like, Square is, like, right next to CG Project Red. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about Platinum Games, the way, the rate that they're going? Because they, like, are working on something called Project GG. Yeah, did we uh, know much about that yet? No, they just now announced it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if there's a trailer out for it yet. Yeah, the cheese trailer's up if you want to check it out really fast. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> it looks How many cool. announces Project GG? Yeah. <laughs> it's a platformer. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what it looks like to me. <laughs> you want to check it out? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to check out the Platinum Games trailer. See. What's also cool about Platinum Games is that they've said that... Um, the reason why they went self-published is so they can make more fun titles. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm good for that. <laughs> yeah. We're checking out. Oh, Let's join her, Lucas. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to some stuff. <laughs> You're just listening to... Um, was it? Um, Project yeah. GG? Yeah, I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> you can check it out on YouTube, guys. <laughs> I hate that they call it this. Project Good Game. Oh, there it is. Official teacher trailer. <laughs> Platinum Games. That, that kind of reminds me of the rare the symbol. Yeah. Did you ever play Record? Uh-uh. Oh, I think that was one that was like the only one that's on place on Xbox, but you probably, it's probably on Game Pass, you know. <laughs> huh. This looks interesting, guys. Uh, are you audio listeners? Is it nature's will or the wrath of the gods? <laughs> no, doggo! <laughs> no, dogs. Run, doggo! Run! <laughs> oh, no, it's trapped! Oh, gosh. 
change the world forever. Save the doggo. Alright, doggo has been saved. <laughs> okay. Crisis of Earth. We're looking at Project GG. Look at Mech Gang. That's some Gundam shit! Yeah! Oh, it's a kaiju! The coffer bomb is Oh, okay. Okay. A go go. Project go. Okay. So, we just took a look at Project GG. What do you think? It looks like a kaiju fighter. Are you fine with it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it looked like Power Rangers versus the kaiju. But, like, you know, like like big fighter style. So, I mean, I'm alright with it. I mean, it, it's, it's, it looks fun. Superhero style game. It's good. Check it out and yeah. move on. Save the dog. I'm down for that. Yeah. And which funny is that the that Kickstarter game that we're come, talking about comes out next month actually. Mm-hmm. That fast. It's like they reached enough. Oh, it's fucking April, goddamn. <laughs> March to April to May. Yeah, end of March, early April or end of March and April are gonna be fucking big for gaming. <laughs> There's so much crap coming It's out. like, oh gosh, guys, we got this much time to play this game. Yeah. <laughs> so much stuff. So it's like when Jess she was like, You need to play Rune Factory, I'm like I had to look up how long it is, and I was like, it said 40 to 50 hours, I'm like, I don't know if I can push that out before Ori. Yeah. <laughs> like. The, 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 the lucky thing that I have about my stream is the fact that I, I kind of control my own time. Exactly. So, you know, I, I stream for around three to four hours. So, yeah. it, it's nice to be able to break it up like that. <laughs> but, like, I know for a fact that, like, if I want to sit and play a game for 10 hours, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. Because most of the time when I play something like that, I want to be on stream. So I do have to I do have to kind of argue my time that way, because like there's there's like like this morning for instance I was grinding in Final Fantasy X off off stream because mm-hmm. nobody wants to watch that. So but like it's one of those things where like I could just keep playing, and boot the stream up for a few hours. Yeah. But eh, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to keep a solid block. But like yeah. so it does kind of it does kind of kind of rule your role on that one just a little bit. Yeah, I think for me it's like. Yeah, one week I would get off at four, and one week I get off at five. Still work eight hours a day. It's like, uh... by the time you get off at five, it's like it's time to eat something, and by the time you watch something, it's like seven Seven. or so. It's like about ready to go to bed. It's like I got like three or four hours maybe, and it's like okay, I gotta stop playing. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's gonna change when (laughs) when seven comes out. Yeah, that that's one of those games where like I'm gonna have to stop myself from. From playing too much. Like that, that is one that I'm going to want to stream. So, like, that's one that I'm going to be like, fuck, it's going to work. Yeah. You're going to go like, guys, check it. Like, yeah, yeah. Pause. I swear to God, we'll pick it for tomorrow. I'm not stopping. It's not over yet. Yeah. It's just crazy that Platinum Games is like, we got to start accepting for what they were doing, though, for real. Yeah. It's yeah, like, good gosh. Like, yeah. Chain and. Yeah. Oh, Astrochain's so, so good. But like I said, it's one of those things where, like, like, if it's a kaiju fighter like that, props to you, I'm probably not going to play it. Yeah. But. You did some it. Some people are going to, and good on you for making a game. <laughs> you did it, and that's all that matters. Like, yeah. you Like, the fact that they're self-published and they can do whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it, 
it's like we are talking earlier. Every game is not for every person. Exactly. So, like, you know, what I find entertaining in a game or fun about a game, some people may hate. Are you a No More Heroes fan? Yeah. Okay, so you're probably ready for that. Yeah. Because <laughs> No More Heroes is just a giant parody, and I love it. Yeah. It's just parody, comedy, and innuendos all rolled into a game. It's entertaining. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a phenomenal game, <laughs> but it's entertaining. What's funny is I have a friend that is, like, pretty much, like, anti-Nintendo. He won't say that on here because he has respect for everything that happens. Like, you know, I love it. And, like, the Game Awards happened and they showed No More Heroes for just the Switch. He was like, he texted me, he's like, I guess I gotta buy a fucking Switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why? For No More Heroes? Like, yeah, it looks great. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. It does look good. <laughs> it's just crazy. So, oh. I know you have things to do, and I do too. We've been talking for a while. We didn't think we could make it to this point. How, how far enough? <laughs> Almost two and a half. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I'm a podcast MC. I can do this. There you go. <laughs> I got you on that. Yeah. I was expecting, I was expecting we only have like an hour and a half, two hours of content. Yeah. Like two and a half. Yeah. Apparently, apparently I can ramble for pretty good time. <laughs> Not just ramble, but you're a good co-host, and you know what to talk about. You can, <laughs> you know what to balance. And thank you again for coming on. I appreciate it, Perry. <laughs> ready, set, QQ. Right? Yep, ready, set, QQ on Twitch. Um, <laughs> weekend streams are pretty sporadic, but Monday through Thursday is 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock. Every yeah. day. Yep. And also, shout out to everyone that went to PAX East. We didn't talk about it as much. Coronavirus, stay safe. It's just crazy that they're canceling events to move to like summertime. And it's like... Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Use Germex. Go pee. After you use a controller, go wash your hands again. Yeah. <laughs> don't be... Just don't be dirty. Yeah. Just, just wash your hands. Yeah. Like, shout out to Kitty Keaton. She's a Twitch streamer, too. Like, I know she went up there... She's having a blast. Uh, she got to play some Animal Crossing. Nice. She's like, she's like, I'm next in line to play it. I'm like, uh, oh wow. And I told her like, be safe. Just stay, yeah. stay to yourself. And yeah, I think there's been what three cases now in the U.S. Three cases, and also everyone pulled out. Like Microsoft pulled out too. It's like, oh gosh, like this is a huge deal. Yeah, there's. Well, I think one in L.A., one, I think somewhere in Kansas, and then one in Chicago that's been caught so far. Yeah. So, it's like, I think the Boston mayor came out and said, like, you have an opportunity to, like, fight against this. They're just like, dang. Okay, mayor. Yeah. What do you know? Yeah, don't be dirty. <laughs> We're just going to look online really fast, because, like, this seems to happen on our Saturday podcast. Some new information comes out after while we're podcasting. Uh, okay. James Gunn wraps Suicide Squad filming with tribute to deceased dad. That's interesting. Apparently, so there's been one U.S. death for uh, the coronavirus. Yeah, just one. Uh, Mewtwo, you said that you've been struggling with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I tried it once and uh, got my ass beat. I'm not playing Pokemon again until the DLC comes out, I think. Just... Don't feel like playing it. That's fair. <laughs> I think because I, when I got maxed out the Pokédex and got everyone, I'm like, there's just nothing for me to do right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like I said, that's that's where you and I differ as players. Yeah. Because I like breeding and making good, making like competitive Pokemon and getting all those movesets <laughs> yeah. right. And, I'm trying so, to like, shiny I got, got boxes full of fucking shit. Did you go ahead and get Pokemon Home and all that? No. 
I, I have no desire to bring bring my stuff from the old gens into the new one. Oh yeah, because like I, I built my teams with current generation Pokemon, and like if I bring a few through, I just I just don't feel like I'm playing it anymore. <laughs> I feel like I'm just playing an expansion for Sun and Moon. Yeah, so the starters are now in there. I think they are in raids where you can get them. So the Kanto starters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw that with uh, so, Squirtle and Venusaur and or Squirtle, Bulbasaur. War Turtle and Ivysaur, I think, are the ones in the, in the raids right now. Can you get their, their Dynamax forms yet, or no? I don't know. Hmm. I don't think so. Can you evolve them all the yeah. way through? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, anything you catch, you catch in a raid can be bred. But it's just a matter of, like, if they are a Dynamax and you breed them, the, the offspring won't have Dynamax. Okay. So the, the Dynamaxes can only be obtained from the raids. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so that means you can't get a six perfect IV one. You can get five. Okay. Which are, you know, basically the most important version. Yeah. Because, like, because normally, normally your Dynamax rates are five-star if mm-hmm. you want to catch the one. And five-star means five perfect IVs. Yeah, but... And we... then all you need to do is use one bottle cap, and you can have six. Mm. So, it's, it's not like it's that difficult. It's just a, a bit more of a step. Yeah, so we're just sitting there looking to make sure we didn't miss anything. Oh, the new Mythical Pokemon. Mythical Pokemon, yeah. yeah. It just looks like another, another Grookey evolution. Oh my gosh, I saw it and was like, this is lame. <laughs> it's, just, it's just another monkey. It's like, no, that's, that's Grookey, that's a starter. Yeah. I remember showing that to you, it was like, oh, that's Grookey. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is this like Grookey's Dynamax? Like, no, that's new Legendary Pokemon. I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> Someone said that like, it looked like a, a Legendary Shiftry. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I was like, okay. Um, Resident Evil... Demo coming out soon. For three? Yeah. Yep, I'm playing the hell out of that when it comes out. Okay, hopefully we get a Final Fantasy VII one too, like we were saying. Okay. But. The Neo demo is live right now. Near, is today the last day to play it? or? Uh, I think March 2nd is the last day to play Okay, I will be downloading that today then. And if you're a Simpsons fan, it's going to be playing, there's going to be a short playing in front of Onward next week. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. So, E-FanFest called off due to coronavirus fears. I think we've seen, yeah, I think we got everything covered this week. All right. <laughs> well, there's a lot to cover, too. Oh, wrestling news. Take it away. Oh, oh man. Jamie, this is your fault for not being here. Maybe we could call her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that. Oh, actually. God. I didn't really want wrestling news. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Allison, you're on the Aoi Gaming Podcast. How are you doing? Yes. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh my God, this phone. <laughs> what are you what doing? The- what are you doing? <laughs> uh, we are on the way to the arena. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, you're on the podcast, so we thought we'd just check up on you. <laughs> oh yeah, on the way to the arena, we ate at, we went to the mall, bought some wrestling t-shirts. Mm. Ate a little bit, and now we're going to the arena, so I'm real excited. Janie, where'd you eat? Hi, Jason. Hi, Janie. Where'd you eat? Uh, we had Wetzel's Pretzels and Nestle Toll House. Okay. So, wait. Nestle you... Cookies. <laughs> so you're in Chicago, but didn't eat at a Chicago restaurant? No, we're not there yet. Oh, where are you at? <laughs> we're, no, 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 we're in Chicago, we're just not... To where we're gonna eat yet? Oh, okay. oh. We're gonna have Chicago pizza. Nice. Okay. Oh, 
Also, I just don't know where. Also, if you have if you have time, swing by Sorelli's uh, beef. <laughs> okay. It's on it's it's on the south side and it's delicious. South side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're just checking up on you to make sure you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dead, so we're good. That's good. Bye, Jenny. Have fun. Have fun. Bye, you guys. (laughs) So, there's your wrestling news. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's it. I think we got everything covered. Is there anything you want to bring up before? Nope. That's it. I think we got... Thank you guys for all the support and everyone listening. It means a lot. It's just crazy. Like, you don't never know who's listening. It's like, oh, cool. Thank you. Just leave a review because that's where most of it is. Like, it helps out a lot, and I promise you it will. And this is Perry, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Not a cave, I'm not a robot